1: management to present to you the evening star and trash
0: here they are back
1: after their exclusive three-year tour of europe scandinavia and
2: the
0: subcontinent won't you welcome from calumet city illinois the show band of julia jake and elwood blues the blues tyler take it away
3: hello internet Hello. hello And welcome to another Tyler and Dave Eddie and play old games. This week we are talking about an SNL skit from the 70s, made into a movie in the 80s, made into a Super Nintendo game in the 90s: the Blues
0: Brothers. Yes, the Blues Brothers. Yes, <laughs> Cuban <laughs> B. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: But before we dive into both the movie and the game, what have you guys been up to?
0: Not working. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. All three of us. <laughs> I know. Sadly that comes to an end. Dude. I, I've sooner been, than uh, later. And I've been I'm thinking sad. about
1: you a lot <laughs> I know. because yesterday I've been, in,
0: I've been in hell today.
1: Yesterday it was I was like fine. I was al- n- not me. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yesterday. Did it was I fucking like, ruin fuck, that shit We're for like you? we're like halfway through God it. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I I was okay. I've had a lot going on this week just at home, just shit we've been doing and hanging out. Yeah, I lost track of the time, and then we didn't record last night. We're recording on a different night than normal because of something I'm sure Tyler will mention in his segment, but... uh, yeah, I like realized today that it was Friday, and I was like, "No, yeah, it's not sadness fair." Sadness for the weekend to falls start. across yeah. the land. So yeah, I don't want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. I want to just keep getting paid, but mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to work. Uh, if I could, if y'all could tell me how to work that out. Mm-hmm. I would be
1: real grateful. I often think, how much do I need? you know
0: oh i need exactly <laughs> as much as i'm making according to my spending habits i need exactly as much as i'm but, making but that's
1: what i mean like if i were to adjust if i were to adjust spending like how how hobo could i get by and like keep the
0: house and you know if it were just me it would be different but yeah i need exactly as much as i make and then some um aside from Mourning the loss of my nine-day vacation from work. I've been watching oh. some stuff on TV. Uh, don't, I haven't watched any anime yet. I'm still anime anim, anim, May I not What was it? What did you say? What did you call it? Anna Won't I? Anna, what? <laughs> Anna May I Not? <laughs> Anna won't. I don't know. I've just not been in the mood. I tried getting back into one, and I was, I was not in the mood yet. So I decided to watch a show on Netflix called Rebel Moon. It's actually a new show. It's a it's a movie. Actually, it's like a two part movie um, called Rebel Moon. Um, Just space stuff. It's fun. I liked it. Um, I won't I won't say it was fresh. Uh, It reminded me of like a glitzier Andor. um, Same concept, kind of thing. Rebels, evil empire. Uh, the heavy in it is the guy that played Francis in Deadpool. Okay, so he's a he's gonna Francis gonna Francis. Uh, that continues in this. Uh, so I recommend it. It's about a two hour two hour gig, uh, worth worth the watch. Three stars it was in stage. Just check it out. My uh, next thing I've been watching is Jack Reacher. Uh, they were talking about Jack Reacher on the Discord and. I don't care who it was, and I'm not going to try to remember who it was that was talking about liking Jack Reacher. But I took whoever you are, I took your advice to heart, and um, I'm really enjoying it. It's on Amazon Prime, uh, and uh, it's been really good. It's like um, it's like uh, it's almost like Justified, only not in the. I mean, it does take place in the South, but it's not like a. A cop. It's, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's a good, um, episodic show, uh, that I've really been, really been getting into. I'm only about four or five episodes into season one of that. That's Jack Reacher.
3: Who is John Krasinski? Plays another Jack on Amazon. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Okay. Which
0: is based on, like, the Jack Ryan from Hunt from Red October and the, the, uh, Um, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan. It's like a a young Jack Ryan, but it's more of a reboot. I watched the first season of that as well, and I liked it okay. It's just I'm kind of over John Krasinski. Mm. Um, Quiet Place sucked, and I don't care who knows it, who knows that I feel that way. I didn't like it. I didn't like the second one even more. And uh, I just, I don't know. Something, Something about Mr. J.K. doesn't, sit with me anymore. I loved him in the office and after that, it was just not the same. What about as... um, Reed Richards? Yeah. (laughs) No, I hated him as Reed Richards. (laughs) I I, I absolutely hated him as Reed Richards. I thought that was... I I may have said on the show before that I thought it was funny and cool. After having slept on it, I didn't think that at all. And I wish they had picked someone else. I, I don't dislike the guy. I just... I don't know. I don't I don't like his work, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But no, not as Reed Richards either. Um he's he's got his hands in a lot of things. Now, he may I'm not saying he won't come out with something that I like eventually. Uh-huh. But so far he's batting like one for four with me.
1: Uh, he hasn't really been in a bunch of to stuff that I want to check out. Yeah. So I haven't really seen anything he's in other than the office or you know, Reed uh-huh. Richards, yeah. which I like him as Reed Richards. I thought it was funny
0: because I mean it, it was America it thing. was kind of an obvious choice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but but I just didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Chris Pine, let's do Chris Pine as Reed Richards. I can see that totally. What
3: about is, is Pedro? Is that official? Pe- Pedro who? Pascal as Reed Richards. As Re- I would take. It, I hadn't
0: heard that. I would take that. I like Pedro. I've seen everything I've ever seen him in. I've liked. Uh, Contrary to my John Krasinski problem, Uh Uh, I don't have the anti. He's the anti John Krasinski (laughs) for me. John Krasinski listens to this show. I know he does, and I don't want him to take it personally. It's not about him. It's just some of the things, the stuff he's doing. I'm just not into. So
3: anyway, well, who's that kid that played Murray State that my uh, that my daughters were all excited to go see?
0: What now? That's Jack, that
3: Jack Harlow. Oh. <laughs> and then that four year old that run around my house. Oh, that's Jack That's Holland. Jack Holland. Just, yeah. A lot, <laughs> a lot of Jack. A lot of
0: Jack. Jack is the standard standard name for Robin white Williams, dudes. that
3: character who was looked forty when he was eleven Jack's years old. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> who has Ben Stiller played that part in uh, that was the, the movie Entropic Thunder? Simple Jack. Oh, simple simple Jack. Jack.
1: One one's a golfer, the other's a movie star.
0: Never can remember which is which.
3: <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholas, Nicholas and Jack Nicholson. Jack <laughs>
0: Nicholas and Jack Nicholson was the Joker, and that's the only thing I think he's ever really done. Yeah, that Wolf. A jo- oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: It's like what that um happy birthday to Tim Curry, known most for his work in season five of Roseanne. Where he's sitting beside Dan the dinner table. <laughs> I
0: think I think Anthony Hopkins voices a robot in that movie Rebel Moon I told you about. <laughs> if it's not him, it's someone that sounds exactly like him and I forgot to look it up. But he has kind of a bit part in a movie. Yeah. Uh which is weird, you know. You get, Han- you get Hannibal uh-huh. to be in your movie for about four minutes. <laughs> hey, can you pretend to be a, f- a robot? As the voice that? of a robot. <laughs> I think it's him. It's probably not, and everybody's going to call me out and call me stupid on it, but whatever. If Brad but, Pitt could be the invisible guy from
3: Deadpool. That was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> his best
0: work, actually. It was pretty damn good. It was pretty good.
3: <laughs> Paid a cup of coffee for, for, for I role. I love that he did that. that yeah, was, I
0: love Brad Pitt, and I love that he was in Deadpool too. Mm-hmm as The Invisible Man, it was brilliant. Um, my last thing that I watched this week was my big shocker surprise hit of the week for me that I didn't think was gonna be any good. In fact, I was certain it was going to be not good, and I was wrong. I tell you, Tyler, I was wrong. Wrong. Twisted Metal Oh yeah. on oh. Peacock. Surprised the shit cool, out of me man. as how good I, it was. I'm
1: glad to hear that because I have heard nothing about it. Oh, like, by the I haven't way, heard good or bad, this about is
0: the it.
3: first I've ever heard about it. Oh, really? It. Yeah. By the yeah. way, yeah,
0: Jack Reacher. I give um, four, uh, three stars. Wasn't say says, check it out, but Twisted Metal. So Anthony Mackie is in it, okay. a.k.a. the new Captain America. Right, right. Uh, Will Arnett, a.k.a. host of Lego oh, Masters, is uh, the voice of Sweet Tooth. I love Will Arnett. Yeah. You know who Sweet Tooth is, right? That's good. Yeah, the clown. That's good. I like that. Yeah. He's not the body of Sweet Tooth, but he is the voice of Sweet Tooth. And the
3: voice of Lego Batman.
0: And the voice of Lego Ooh. Batman as well. And a vo- the voice of... GMC truck commercials and Reese's, yeah, cups.
1: Reese's is very obvious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw one of those commercials. He's
0: getting a lot of voiceover work, yeah. that guy, because he's got a really nice voice. Also, his Who'd his playing Thirty Rock. His appearance. Oh, the, g- the gay name. version of right. Jack. I can't remember another his
1: Jack. name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack Donaghy. Uh, Jack uh, Donaghy. Donaghy. <laughs> be perfect. Because he's gay, you get a a a it. Chef kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he uh, he was also in a really good episode of Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yeah, his episode is fun. But anyway,
3: the but show he was in Christina Applegate with with Christina Applegate in that was that was really good. Hmm. It was basically Maya Rudolph was essentially Oprah, mm-hmm. and Christina Applegate was like her assistant, mm-hmm. married to Will Arnett. Wow, like yeah, I don't one think or I two seasons. It was really good. I, I, I hated to see it. get canceled.
1: When was it?
0: It
3: had to be six or seven years
0: ago. What's
1: it
3: um, called?
0: I cannot remember what it's oh. called. I will. weird name for a show. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a, a weird, weird name. I don't
3: know why I didn't catch it. It's probably, it why, it could work, it's it's probably cool. why it got cancelled
0: because <laughs> so nobody could remember the name of it. Nev uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Campbell is in Twisted Metal. Up all night. Uh, up all night. Up, okay. all? up all night. <laughs> yeah, my Sorry, emphasis is wrong. Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda, what was it? Go Rhonda God Shear. Rhonda <laughs> Shear. Shear. Up all night. Up all night. <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal, based on the PlayStation game called Twisted Metal. Uh, I didn't think this was going to play out and be any good. And I was wrong. I really, on, really fucking liked it. And it was only t- it was 10 episodes. I say only because they're like, you know, 20 some odd minutes long a piece oh. without the commercials. And, um, Fuck! I don't know how to. I don't know how to really. Uh, if you if you know anything about twisted, it, it. I'd never even played the game. I've never owned a PlayStation, so I never played this game. But I knew I knew about it, and I mean, am sure. you know I'm a car guy. I like cars and car racing games and stuff. Uh, and I thought I really just watched it as a joke to myself. Like, oh. yeah, let's watch Twisted Metal. Uh. Big sleeper hit for me. Cool. Uh, four stars. When say says, check it out. I mean it. I really want y'all to check it out because it's fun. It's Anthony Mackie is great in it. It's a comedy, obviously. It's a kind of an action comedy sort of thing. And the whole, I mean, I don't want to give anything away because there's some stuff that gives stuff away if I say it. Right. And it's like important.
1: And if I don't like, want to do that. It takes place in the Cars universe. That would be a thing you'd want to say. That would, would be a thing I wouldn't want to say.
0: But. I'm definitely not gonna. <laughs> No, it's it's not in the Cars universe. I can at least say that much. But and it's not it it it's not that it's it like between Cars 2 and Cars 3. It does. It's the it's the transitional movie between Cars <laughs> 2 and Cars 3. You must watch it to um, understand Cars 3. To really get Cars 3, <laughs> you need to be, you need to watch Twisted Metal. Of course. Um, they should have marketed that. They way. explain why there's no people <laughs> in the Cars movies in this thing. And in now Twisted cars
1: Metal. are gendered in the Cars universe, which they explain that okay, too right. in
0: Twisted Metal. They, the
1: cars fuck in <laughs> Twisted Metal. This is the
0: one where Lightning McQueen. How he? This is how he dies. Oh, okay. So.
1: <laughs> Spoilers. I've never seen a Cars movie. No, he doesn't die.
0: Oh. I, I don't know if he dies. No, I,
1: no that's okay. It'd be fine. it would be like, all right, if he
0: dies, uh, maybe he fucking dies. He's in the first know.
3: five minutes, though, right? So then <laughs> off screen. Do you know what? He,
0: you know what? I feel like. You know what? I feel like. Um, Lightning McQueen probably said as he was dying. What? Wow! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope Cars 3 opened The opening <laughs> line in Cars 3 I hope it's like wow it's weird That Lightning McQueen died Anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah just not have him in it And that was the whole ex- But see if you had watched really twisted, twisted Metal, metal. Right? You really did <laughs> twist his metal If you'd watched Twisted Metal You'd know how Lightning I know, McQueen dies Out of the loop I don't want to clarify that Twisted Metal has nothing to do with the Cars universe, really. (laughs) But I do recommend it. Uh, It's funny. It's got good action. It's got a really interesting story. And I don't know if I'm overhyping it because I expected it to be bad, but I didn't Mm. think it was bad at all. And I'm going to be very excited if somebody will watch it and tell me they loved it or hated it. I just want to know if I'm alone in the Cars universe on that feeling. So four stars, not bad at all? Yeah. Four stars, was in I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> man. Check it out or don't, I don't <laughs> fucking care. <laughs>
3: four stars, at your life. Twisted Metal
0: 2? Oh man, I love that, I love the shit out of that game. That I was... never, it, I never played these games, or the, no, is there a story here? Or I don't is know. This like, is I don't just know, crash man. shit, or I don't know. We just, we just. Played
1: I read co-op. the instruction
3: booklet a lot or. on Josh's toilet because he played it a lot. So, oh, so you yeah, know exactly each, how to play each it. character because basically, the people who compete in this tournament, something horrible has happened to almost every one of them, and whoever wins the tournament Uncursed. gets a wish.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: So it's all their backstories and why they want to get
0: everything okay
3: undone. I
0: can since you said that. What I can tell you is the whole first season leads up to the moment in which that is stated. Oh, okay. okay. So they haven't even done the race or whatever it is. It's all backstory. But it's one character, and it's Anthony Mackie plays the prime character. Um, oh, is the dude the that gets was in Axel. Gets his, yeah.
3: <laughs> his gets arms, his arms and or, legs or axles. <laughs> no, he goes.
0: He goes by John Doe in this because um, he doesn't know his name. He was in a he 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 had an accident and forgot. He's lost, he's lost his memory, and he's a milkman, which is a delivery guy between cities. He like takes stuff from to, his settlement to settlement and there's shit in the w- in between the settlements like pirates and bad, oh. f- bad things, mostly bad things. And the milkmen have the most dangerous job in the world, but they do it because it pays well. And they, you know, open road, yada, yada, yada. Um, listen to all the audiobooks They went to <laughs> the supporting <laughs> cast is amazing. Um, I liked it, so yeah, cool. four stars, give it a watch, it's on Peacock, um, that's, that's. Uh, I think that's it, I, I don't think I left anything out, so I'm done talking about myself. Twist Metal
1: 2, man, that's one of the games when I was in high school, sophomore we went to Washington, D.C., And as a class. Uh huh. And I brought my dad's laptop, put Diablo on there. Yes, yes. I
0: remember you saying you just didn't do anything but play that game. Pretty
1: much, yeah. And then, like, Colonial Williamsburg, we're visiting Colonial Williamsburg, and I'm like, uh, like, (laughs) unable to stay alive because I'm tired and (laughs) being up all night
0: playing Diablo.
1: But someone else in our room, um, they really should have, like, figured the rooms out better because they just let us choose. And it's like, okay, the four people who are love to play video games uh, and brought video games, uh-huh. they're totally going to sleep, and it's going to be fine. So one of my friends brought a PlayStation in Twisted Metal 2. and uh, You mean the
0: thing that's on your shirt
1: right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation. We did, um, man, we did four-player Twisted Metal 2 until they couldn't oh, stay shit, up anymore, and then cool. it was Diablo time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lightweights.
1: Yeah. They were smarter than Responsible, me. Responsible, sure. <laughs> fucking
0: lightweight. They're all doctors now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, well, two, uh, two of the two of them are half they, of the room. Was, half of the room now doctors.
0: <laughs> Those are the guys that figured out how to keep getting paid right. without having to do any work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we—they're not going to let us in on it right. because they're like, "Well, you should have gone to bed sooner." Right. Yeah.
1: Other half of the room definitely was it Diablo
0: not worth it. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> 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 it was pretty good. It was better than Colonial Williamsburg.
0: Like, for sure. Oh, I bet. I That's bet the people good. of Colonial Williamsburg would have killed right? for the chance to play a video game like Diablo.
3: What you, Dave.
1: Uh, not much. Um, Christmas happened, and that was cool. My sister and my brother-in-law came in.
3: Speaking of Christmas.
0: An envelope?
3: An envelope. From Ian and I to you. Oh shit.
0: I still owe Tyler money for this, so technically it's just from Tyler until I can. And get that's him not the money. quite complete. Okay. It'll be complete it's, next it's week. A partial, it it's partial. Yo, this feels like a game. It's not, it's definitely not this also feels like a game. Two games.
1: Is it is you know it that? definitely not two Sylvester Stallone video games? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm starting to
1: think that it might be. I haven't
0: seen it.
3: Since part three is okay. shipping delay. I cannot confirm Boy, I or deny. delays.
1: <laughs> I, I was telling Ian before we rec- started recording that I've been waiting on one final piece for my secret Santa to ship out, mm. for me to ship out to them. Everything else came in before Christmas. And then one thing I bought on eBay, and the date kept getting I moved back. Shit. And it's like, oh, my God. I hate it. I
0: hate it. Let's see. We got here. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd.
2: <laughs>
0: I did know. I did know. I knew the whole time. A motherfucking cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you, boys. <laughs> There's a third part. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 3. <laughs> Correct. How'd you do that? Thank you, guys, very much. You're welcome. That's very nice. You of will you. be welcome from me when I finish paying off Tyler. <laughs>
1: I I had to to, like
0: do this in installments. Tyler wasn't gonna give me credit. (laughs) (laughs) Really high interest installments, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, remind me to give you that money before I leave. I forgot all all about it.
1: Um, thank you guys, that's awesome.
0: You're welcome.
1: Can't wait to post it on Reddit.
0: How? Why would you post it on Reddit? That you just that you have it? Yeah. Well, I can just say that the the Gilded the best, Sylvester Stallone yeah, collection the best trilogy on the Super Nintendo. Prove,
1: prove me wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll Photoshop my face on that guy's
0: head. Yeah, yeah. On the table. And then like Photoshop the cartridges on top <laughs> right. of the table. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think you should do it.
1: Um. Yeah, Christmas happened, and my sister and my brother-in-law, they came in, um, I ran a first edition D&D one-shot for them, which was a lot of fun, oh. um, there's a Tomb of Horrors. Uh No, yeah. I thought
0: about huh. Tomb of Horrors. What about Tomb of Horrors? <laughs> Well, I run that on
2: weeknights.
0: (laughs) It's like my second job. I I actually run a place called the Tomb Tomb of of Oars. It's a mortuary,
1: (laughs) some people say. It's where the
0: the Shonies used to be out on Route 7.
1: Hey, I found this key outside. Give me $5. I'll let you touch whatever you want in here.
3: (laughs) Some call me the Southside Paducah Robert Picton. But you know what? <laughs> uh,
1: I thought about running Tomb of Horrors. Um, but that's too I felt like it was too long. So I found this thing called um there's this like one sheet dungeon competition. I don't know if you've heard of it oh. before. I hadn't. But it's like every year um there's this competition where it's like here Send us your dungeons that you've created. Everything has to fit on one sheet, um, and they give a theme for each year. And like the theme for one of them, like this past year, was something like "arise" or "arisen" or something like mm. that. And it's like, okay, so you just kind of like jam on that, and then they take. So all it's the- Christian based, is what you're saying? Yeah. I knew, as soon as I said, as soon as that <laughs> came out, I was like, because isn't there like a? There's like a play or something sure. around here called
0: like Oh, Arisen. it's. That's it. That's where that lady had the heart attack. Oh no! <laughs> <There's that. laughs> so I mean, you know. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. So it's they take all the the entries and then they put them in a a book or a PDF and then they sell it for one dollar. And um, then I guess the ones from previous years were free because I bought that one and it was like, oh, I can get twenty twenty twos and twenty twenty ones. For like, I can get three of these books for dollars. So yeah, okay. Some of them are absolutely like, someone just sent something in, like where it's like Dungeon by Frank Willis. And then it's, like, a two-sentence thing where it's, like, their idea for a dungeon that they never actually, like, <laughs>
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> two-sentence like, horror. Ah, t- right. A Only two dungeon. Sentence <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
1: And, the, and then, like, some of them are, like, but that's, like, rare. But it's funny that they still include it because like, <laughs> a submission's a submission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but some of them are really it fits good. Fits on one sheet. Yeah, I mean, look, Easily. it fits all the <laughs> Show
3: rules. Show me where I broke the rules. <laughs> yeah. Show me where a dog can't play basketball. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> this is my dungeon, and this is how it fits the theme. <laughs> uh, so I ran one of those, um, and it was yeah, it was cool. It was uh, it was like a dwarven mine that had been abandoned because a subsect of the clan had like found a way to summon uh, like a creature. And the creature feeds on the blood of anything living. And then so they discovered, oh, no, that's bad. And then so they started, like, detonating uh, dynamite in certain areas mm. of the mine to, like, block it off, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And then rumors get out that, hey, these dwarves were mining some, like, Precious minerals and stones and there's probably gonna be some Mithril. down. There. Mithril. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's how you get the group there. And then they uncover, they like uh Mummy's tomb style, mm-hmm. like yeah, now the now the mm-hmm. thing's out. Uh which was great because I love I love running like horror games. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like my sister was freaking out because um, instead of in first edition D D, like every turn you check for like random encounters and th- there is no random encounter table in this dungeon it's always the creature and they can kill it oh. but it comes back and that's where the arise comes in so like the first time they killed it and like it was great cuz like it was a really close fight
0: Oh, no. And, yeah. Does it come back more powerful or just at equal equal strength as it, was, as it was when it died?
1: Equal strength, but depending on where they are in the mine, oh. it's more likely to appear. Oh. So it's like as they get closer to where it has been summoned, That's there's funny. like a... chance that it's gonna show up.
0: That's fun. Uh,
1: Yeah, it was cool. So it's like, it's hunting them essentially the whole time. And uh, yeah, the the first time it reappeared was amazing because it's like they had burned it to death the first time. So I got to like do this whole scene where like they're in the cavern and then all of a sudden they like notice that there's like this burning shadow like smoldering and they were at first they were like another one of these things and then they're like oh shit it's the same one All right. <laughs> so yeah it was fun That's they made cool. it I like that a yeah lot.
0: They, they got oh. through it nice um now did they roll brand new characters at a certain level to go in or yeah okay yeah it was all
1: first level stuff okay so I, I fudged a little bit and they i gave them two potions of healing uh, because they needed it. I mean, it's first you edition. gotta throw a yeah. dog a bone from
0: they, time to time. Yeah. It's no fun if you
1: just die. Yeah, they needed it, and they just—that's not that wasn't written in the dungeon, but they did something that was cool, and it was like, all right, what reward I'd like for you guys to not die. Would it have yeah. fit,
0: Would it have fit on one page for you to write? Also, they get two healing yes. posts. Then it's fine. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's canon
0: <laughs> Yeah Yeah it was fun And then like uh, Henry
1: got a drone For Christmas So we Ooh. went out To the park And like Flew that for a bit Um, He was Man Real protective Of the drone That's how You know that he Fucking loves it because like every time it would land he would like uh-huh. rush over and like check it I had like, a it's, little, getting hot, yeah. it's getting hot dad it's
0: getting hot i had a little drone once just a little it wasn't anything impressive but it was fun and i was the same way it fit in the palm of my hand yeah this is and yeah. i thought it, i thought it was a precious wonderful baby i wanted to care for it and then i realized i don't want a drone after i had it <laughs> i had it for like a week and didn't touch it it yeah. was like I can still return this, but drones are cool.
1: Yeah, he likes it, and that's all that matters. I mean, it was fun hanging out with him. Yeah. But while I was there, I was like, this is definitely a him thing and not a me thing. Because we were out there for like an (laughs) hour and a half, and it's like, this is great. I'm glad he's having a good time. But I'm cold, and all this drone does is fly. Isn't that fucked up? That it's like, all it does is
3: fly. <laughs> <laughs> all it does is spit in the face of God. <laughs> I might as well be
1: a fucking Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> 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 all it goes up, it goes,
0: it goes around. I watched fl- this dad flip. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can still do that. Same as it could ten minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I always liked watching. Have you ever watched those drone racers? No. Fuck. They got these guys. Of course, you know, for every little hobby, there's hardcore sure. e- is sport a sport. Uh drone racing is a thing, and these are the guys that buy these fucking, you know, $5,000 drones and trick them out so they can go super fast. And they build these unbelievably intricate like courses, usually in like abandoned, hollowed out buildings or something, Uh you know, and they'll race them. And they got to go through this, and it'll be like these loop-de-loops and all this kind of shit. And they'll show you the race from the fucking perspective of the drone, obviously. And holy shit, it's really fucking neat. I could never do it, nor could I ever afford it. I wouldn't, you know, as soon as I invested in it, it would crash, and I would be like, (laughs) well... (laughs) That's money wasted. Glad though. I got that insurance I got through the...
1: Amazon, which I did. Nice. <laughs> nice. I was like, $10. And if this fucking thing crashes and burns, they're going to send me a new one. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, yeah. I trust my nine year old. However, he
0: yeah. is nine years old. <laughs> and he might figure out drone racing at some right? point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's a lot of fun to watch. But it's a, it's like it. expensive hobby. It, these guys are racing with VR goggles on. Holy so shit! So they're like they're like they're <laughs> flying these drones. They're a, like in, a in rea- Yeah, <laughs> they're really piloting these from the perspective of the that's camera on wild, the front dude. of the drone, <laughs> and it's insane. I would throw up. It's hard enough to watch it. But to know that you're in control of this thing that's just and, and then they'll of course they'll have the they'll pan out and have a wide shot of the track and you just see these fucking little dots of light going all around the <laughs> it's just it's nuts. So that kind of droning would be fun. That sounds cool. But again, that's a bit of an investment if you you know, might want to know somebody to teach you some stuff. <laughs>
1: Outside of Henry's <laughs> enjoyment, the extent of the excitement, essentially, is someone will walk by and point at it.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> is that a drone?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Well, back to the Greenway Trail. <laughs> All I can say that is that if Henry is ever finds himself climbing up a um, you know, thousand-foot radio tower... And then the ladder rusts away and he gets stuck on top of the tower. Like the movie. Like fall. Make sure before he climbs that ladder that his drone's battery is fully charged <laughs> so he can send for help.
1: It would be his drone, his particular drone, the model that he has, it would fly about and, 100 and then, feet and then, and then fall just drop. To a dead <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> do you control it with your phone? No, it's, it's got a got transmitter. Its own transmitter. Oh, yeah. that's good. You can like, it's got a camera on it, and you can stream the camera to your phone. Okay, and put that. But yeah, oh. it's the range isn't horrible, but it's also definitely not one thousand feet.
0: Not like not like flying to a truck stop half a mile away to send help. Definitely a message do for help. That. No, could not do that. Although, I I was
1: I didn't say this, but. I, of course I'm thinking it. I'm like how far wouldn't it be fun just to fly this thing just straight up <laughs> just like go to the limit.
0: <laughs> Usually what they do is if they get out of range of the transmitter they they're pre-programmed to come, back. to come back to where they started so that you don't have the possibility of it you know dying or if the battery if it's got x amount percent of battery it'll come back so that it doesn't crash. I crashed mine a lot. Even with all that in place, it still crashes. The wind wind and everything is a factor.
1: Yeah, that wind sucks. Uh, We didn't have any major crashes, mainly because it's Henry's pet. Sure. And it was like, that thing didn't go, like, seriously, more than (laughs) maybe 15 feet in the air. (laughs) Like, you would get nervous if it got any higher than that. (laughs) It's like, I'm pretty sure it could go higher, buddy. No. Nope. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Very cool. Been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I'm through oh. the Shadowbringers main MSQ, so the main storyline's done. Just going through the patch stuff. Nice. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm almost through that. Then it's still amazing. Man, Shadowbringers is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wish that. I mean, it's possible to just play Shadowbringers, but you have to like pay Square Enix money to like skip through other content. Uh, but it's one of those where it's like, I do wish it was kind of like a standalone thing that people could just play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to going through, you know, the huge main game and then two expansions before it. Which I mean, the expansion before it I thought was good. Uh-huh. Um, but Shadow Shadowbringers is a... Is a really fucking good expansion. Cool. Uh, and then just the wolves of wolves of the Kala. How's so. that going? Oh, that it reminds slowed me. down because I've been on vacation. You'd think it would speed it up, but I've been home with Henry all week.
0: I haven't listened hardly at
1: all. Either. So it's one of those where it's like, I don't want him to hear about some witch's pussy, so I usually don't play <laughs> it. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, right now why? I,
2: I'm
3: drawing of the three where he's talking about. Detta's cut uh-huh. and the plate, <laughs> yeah. And
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like just
3: like, oh, okay. You gotta no, learn this sometimes. I
1: son. remember that now. Here's your witch <laughs> pussy lesson
0: <laughs> for the day. Witch pussy lesson. Steam name. <laughs> I have a. I have. I brought something for y'all to look at. I cannot let you have these, but you can look at them. They're books. The, the, the oh. first volume of Stephen King's The Dark Tower, a concordance. Hey, nice. I have that somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just reference. Yeah, uh, yeah. I heard about Of, this. of all the. You want to look up a character or a place, and it tells you where it was mentioned in the books and what it is. Uh, the volume two, I I lost mine, so we ordered a new copy of volume two. Um, but there's that if you want to look. And I also have the Marvel graphic novel adaptation of yeah. the Dark Hell Tower: yeah. The Gunslinger Born, which basically tells some of the story that takes place in Wizard and Glass, um, written by the same well, one of the people that r- helped write this, uh, and and. Make sure it was canonical, was the woman that wrote the Concordance books.
1: Yeah, I've heard Um, the name Robin Firth come up quite a bit in the um, wiki. Yeah. I've been trying to, like, it's been tough. I feel like I haven't spoiled anything for myself, but I've definitely, there are things that have come up where it's like, Shit! Is this the thing that was mentioned? And I just <laughs> forgot about it. And it's like I'll look, I'll look, and I'll be like, "Do I look? Yeah. Do I look?" And then like Robin Firth comes up, the name Robin. Firth <laughs> well,
0: you're safe there. looking through that all you want because that only covers through Wizard, Wizard. and Glass. Cool. Um, and then I found, I found that I have apparently my copy, my hard copy of Wolves of the Kala is gone. I don't know what happened to it, and my. Copy of the Wastelands is gone. I don't know what happened to it either. So I'm that missing sucks. two of the seven books from my physical copy collection. But it's okay. But yeah, I thought that was. I thought you'd like to see that. Yeah, that was kind of neat. That's rad. And then the uh, graphic novel is Tyler's perusing that right now.
1: Yeah, I've been curious about the comics. I I, I may check those out once I'm through. They seem with the book books.
0: A little bit. I haven't I don't remember reading it. I think I got it as a collector mm-hmm. and I never thought to just sit down and read it. So I'm not 100% sure what all it covers or how it deals with what it covers, but um I thought it was neat Tanya found it today and showed it to me so I think they've done a few. Like I think they I think they've done a few
1: arcs in the oh, have they? Yeah, yeah.
0: So I have this one came out in seven parts, and then it came out in a hardcover graphic novel, which is what that is. Um, I have one and two of the seven part edition in comic book form. Oh, okay. But I didn't, I didn't bring those. But it's pretty, it's pretty slick. Yeah, that's cool.
3: That, that art and the maps. I like the maps in the back there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and this, this one's got, like, all the drawings from... This one's neat, too, Dave, because the concordance is really cool. Because they're, in the books themselves, I know you're listening to the audio books like we are, Um there are drawings and stuff in the book. Oh, books. shit. Like it shows Blaine's route map, and it shows oh, a man. picture of Eddie's key. Oh, wow. And all that stuff. I didn't know that. That's, That's awesome. The pictures are in this book hey. as well at some point, so you can like look okay. it up and I gotta see I got to look it. at his key. I got to see this me, curl that he was talking about, this curve. Let me make sure. I, wait, I'll have to see if I can find it. I, I said that it's in here, and now uh-huh. I'm now I'm saying... Maybe it is. I isn't. promise I didn't request that just to put you on the spot. No, no, it's all good. Because
1: he was obsessing over that, you know, over that curve in the key. And it's like, well, well
0: what's it look like? I kind of see it in my mind.
1: I'm thinking, like, is that what it's really like? I mean, there's a whole Some thing. Some girls in here. like a
0: curve in the key. It's fine. Don't obsess over it. I mean, that's what I hear. There's a whole thing in here about Tom and Jerry's artistic deli. Nice. All right. So, that's awesome. I mean, it, the key has got to be in here. And here's the definition of katet and kef. But anyway. I'll get back on it. I've listened
1: to probably this week. I've probably only listened to about an hour of it.
0: And it's just been, yeah, it's tough. I've to, to I haven't listened either, to so. hardly any this week either because I usually just listen to it in the car, but I haven't been in the car much, so... Oh, I, oh. By the way, for any of you all that are playing, um, Power Wash Simulator.
3: Oh, uh, AJ is like crazy. She loves it. Does she? Yes. Oh my God.
0: There is a uh, Back to the Future DLC oh, now. Sweet. So you get the DeLorean and the <laughs> Doc Doc Brown's van, the Time Train, and the Hill Valley Clock Tower. Oh, nice to clean, <laughs> and it Hill Valley Clock t- Tower is a bitch. I bet. It's a bitch because you get to go, you got to go inside (laughs) too. Uh, Here's a reference to Clint Eastwood. I'll find it. I know there's a picture of it in here, but I don't know what to look at. uh, I don't know what to look for. So anyway. Cool, man. I think they're awesome.
1: Thanks for bringing them. You're welcome.
3: Tyler, Melissa um, and I finished season three of Brightest Gemstones. Yay. Is that all there is? Yeah. yeah. Season four is. They're making it.
0: How? But. Did. How happy did the monster truck scene make you? That was
2: really good.
3: Cool. <laughs> With the
0: Dolly Parton
2: uh,
0: song?
3: I, All that shit was, yeah. Melissa was like, oh, yes. Yes, go Gideon. <laughs> Fuck yes. It was
0: so good. It was. I'm glad you liked that show. I, that oh, was man. Fun. Listen, I
3: both love it. So good. God, baby Billy is the best part of that fucking
0: show. Walton Goggin <laughs> is the fucking man. Yep. He is just <laughs> nailing it right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I love that he's I'll watch Fallout for him
0: You know So that's gonna be Fucking great too Yeah I'm gonna have to I wasn't interested in it But now I'm If he's in it I'm probably yeah. gonna watch it
3: And then uh, My washing machine broke Yesterday So we're recording a day late Because
0: Inside your new washing machine Yeah <laughs> Don't <laughs> you the, love oh, it This is the new one Yeah Oh damn we're I thought we were pool, in the yes. old one Tyler <laughs> you need to get your money back <laughs> So, yeah, apparently... We make the whole episode have, like, an echo. (laughs) That was super annoying reverb. (laughs) 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 Because
3: we walked in, because we had, like... Because of Christmas, I mean, everything was just kind of thrown in there while we would clean and move, and then we noticed, like... I think Melissa walked in the laundry room to get potatoes out of the pantry, and she was like, why is it so wet? And it's just like, okay, yeah, It broke and flooded that room. It was everything was everywhere. All the stuff that like was under the washer, like just just shit that just gets under appliances when you can't turn into Samus into a ball and clean underneath it. You know, just got. Oh, it was just fucking gross. Yeah. (laughs) So we had to clear all that out. We went to the laundromat and did a bunch of had to redo like all our clothes at the laundromat, uh, which is fucking creepy. (laughs) <laughs> I've learned that laundromats are creepy places.
0: You know, when I was growing up, before my mom used to take me to the mm-hmm. laundromat with her every Saturday because we, at the time, we didn't have a washing machine. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I would run around. I got to, get, I got, I would get on top of the washers and then watch the water drain behind them like mm-hmm. how that whole system mm-hmm. i'd bring my toys and play and uh-huh. just whatever and then it, there became a an occasion for me to have to do laundry once in a not too distant past at the laundromat and tyler it is creepy yeah. as yeah. fuck yep. it's a we, we went like during
3: the day like what yeah i think it would be creepy it is it was weird creepy like a new one that Melissa was like, oh, there's one with like a pizza place attached to it. So we could do it, eat some pizza. I was like, great. We get there. Pizza place is closed. Yeah, that was where no Rocket Fire
1: originally was. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And it sucks that they moved because yep. that was like a really good spot for like a random pizza place. Because so like now they're also. over across from Mellow Mushroom. I saw yeah, which I is like not a good move
0: in my opinion. We'll yeah.
1: <laughs> but they've also got that location that's no, out I- by Chick fil A
0: on. Oh the, yeah, yeah. W- in West Paducah. Island. I've been uh, theorizing about that and I think they're just there for the rollover. For the yeah. mellow mushroom rollover, because it's always so packed. Yeah. I mean, why not? I'll take your oh. I'll take your cast off. Yeah, Come yeah. over here. We got a beer garden and plenty of room. I think it's a better pizza than mellow decent Mushroom. Decent pizza. Anyway. It is good
1: pizza. I think it's good pizza. I like mellow mushrooms pizza too. But mellow mushrooms kind of one of those where it's like I'm in the mood to have a fun pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and Rocket Fire does that too, where it's like, yeah, like, you know, like craft pizza, all the spicy shit you have, put it on the pizza yeah. is usually <laughs> the one that I order.
0: <laughs>
1: so, what
3: was I saying? You all were right.
0: talking about going to the laundromat.
3: Laundry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Melissa got really creeped out, and thought, let's just fucking go. <laughs> so did did that. Came home mopped up, bleached everything, moved everything out, got that room sorted out. Uh, went to try to buy another washer that night. The dryer is, I am the best dryer anyway, because my good dryer died years ago. And I just bought a, a cheap flip um, from somebody. We have to, like, keep something in front of the door to keep it closed so it runs, like, sort of like, oh, it'll make do until we get something else. But was, never got anything. <laughs> do was you ever, the
0: other you ever dryer really the good dryer? Because... It died.
3: Well, that's true. Well, it died. Like It lasted like 25 years. <laughs> oh, that is a good dryer. It was the dryer that was here when I lived here when I was in third grade. <laughs> Still that same dryer. Okay. Like, and it was rocking and rolling. And Going then finally, the
1: distance. Yeah. And it was just rocking.
3: But how that, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, clean all that, went to various Lows, trying to find, like, hopefully, like, hopefully get something scratch and dent, you know, okay, mm-hmm. cool. They don't have, like, any washer and dryers. They in a badass fridge where I was like, oh, I can't justify buying a fridge. But I thought How about, about a fridge instead. It. It. <laughs> it kills the bacteria just throw in the yeah. fridge.
1: <laughs> Tyler, did you cool the clothes like I asked you to?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so we, yeah. And it, the stuff we did find, like, okay, sure, we'll take this one. All right, it'll be here next week. Do you have any in stock? No. How about this one? Let's see. No. How about this one? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So you don't carry any of this in the store. None of these. Nope. Sorry. None none at Southside, none here. It's like, oh, shit. If I if I have to order on the internet, why do you why do you just have this section at all?
1: Yeah. We we right. went through that too. It sucks. Yeah. But but especially think, when you know what you want.
3: Yeah, cuz we we found something with 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 a good mix between price and options mm-hmm. and things like that and you know, with all the kids we need to have like a pretty big
1: one. Yeah, and you probably do laundry a constantly. Lot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I mean Lissa's like, well let's we'll look around more tomorrow. So I think she's she's in Murray right now. I think she found something. So cool.
1: I, man, I feel bad for you.'ve Ours flooded at one point. We've actually had it happen twice, and it sucks. Our area's a little open,, yeah. so it's really easy to tell when it's done it. Uh, but cleaning it up still sucks, sucks. But, <laughs> but yeah.
3: And I know it's, I've <laughs> got to rip up that carpet in my house. My carpet is awful. Yeah. it's
1: Berber. Never put
3: Berber mm. carpet in a fucking house. Because once it gets dirty, bar bar? you can't clean it. Barbar, the, bar? <laughs> the the king, the, the elephant king. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what the people who lived here were immaculately OCD clean people. So it was like everything was pristine. But uh-huh. like you get a kid in there who spills something on the carpet, and that carpet is so short and tightly wound. Like you put carpet cleaner on it, all it does is just make it wet. Mm. And it doesn't dry in time and it just starts to smell. Mm. It's fucking awful. Mm. Uh, so I've got to rip all that up and put hardwood in sometime soon. But a lot of a lot of housing stuff on the horizon now.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. In its own way. Being a homeowner is just chock full of that kind mm. of shit.
3: And I need to replace yeah. some subfloor because Jack. Man, Jack loves dumping out water bottles and turning over things. Especially his favorite thing to turn over is Bella's water dish. So as soon as we put water in that, he's just like, oh shit, gotta turn, got turn that shit over.
2: <laughs> so there is like, like a
3: cat. Where, where he always turns it over, my floor sags in one spot. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to tear up the carpet and replace that So he's floor. like
0: fucking over both you and Bella. Yeah. Bella over <laughs> there going. <laughs> <laughs> I really could use some water. <laughs> I guess I'll just lay in this soft spot.
1: <laughs> and yeah. Suck on the
0: carpet. <laughs> I got a
2: drop. <laughs> well,
3: I mentioned last night about doing a draft, uh, doing a Saturday Night Live skit draft, mm-hmm. since Blues Brothers originated on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. You guys still down? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. Well, I will roll
1: Dave two numbers. 1 and 5.
0: 1 and 5 and
3: 3 and 2.
1: 3 and 2. 1. All right. I'm prepared. I have a list. <laughs> I didn't make a list. I didn't make a list. Cuz I was like I'm going to I did the Dave thing this yeah. time. I didn't make a list. I couldn't do the Dave thing cuz I was like I'm going to fucking choke. I'm going to be the first to go. I'm going to I'm going to be like uh uh, and like name monologue for the monologue four oh, the four monologue. Mad TV skits. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think I'll be. Uh, Where's
1: right. uh, Madden? The Madden. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm gonna go with. So okay, what constitutes?
3: I think it has to be a singular skit. So it can't. like We be... can update as like a segment. Okay, unless like. I don't know. Maybe, uh, there, maybe. Well, there are there are particular weekend Update within, with a host because yeah. my
0: first there are sketches within Weekend Update too, that's like true, ca- yeah. recurring characters and stuff. Yeah. So that I would think that would count.
3: I about Weekend Update as long as you specify the host. The host. Weekend
0: Update? okay. Because my first pick is Deep Thoughts, yeah, oh. by Jack Handey. Ah, yeah, yeah that that's, a re- that's
1: a recurring. And it's skit. like, is that yeah, like? Yeah. Do I have to pick a specific yeah, yeah, yeah. one where it's like got these bags? Yeah. Or
3: <laughs> no, just like I say, Matt Foley. It's a recurring uh-huh. skit, but it's gotcha. a skit. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's my
0: that's my first pick. Deep thoughts. Nice. Jack Handy, very Jack good. Jack Handy. If I'm I tried to get take this, mine, I tried to get this. It what was it? If if trees could scream, would we be so cavalier about cutting them down? Maybe if they screamed all the time <laughs> and for no apparent reason. It's <laughs> my favorite. Jack. I Andy. love that. I still remember that. What the?
1: If you are on your keys and <laughs> <in> lava. <laughs>
3: Forget it, they're gone <laughs> If you're ever on fire, don't look in a mirror That'll really get you
2: going <laughs> uh,
1: Good pick Got good these pick. sacks, man <laughs> yeah. So you were surprised I didn't get your pick yep. I have a feeling I know what it yep. is It's probably my number two here yep. Is it my turn? It's your turn
0: Tootsies yeah.
1: That was good. my number two, that's what I thought <laughs> oh, No, was
0: way, I was hoping to get Tootsies Because I, like I said, I didn't make a list Now so. I'm curious if it's my number three
3: my number one is massive head wound ah, Harry. Oh yes, fucking love the shit out of massive head wound Harry.
0: <laughs> and I'm not gonna know the names of some of these like official names. I'm I'll just gonna clear. say it's the one with. You're up, Dave. Celebrity Jeopardy. Nice man. Good pick, man. I'll take the rapists <laughs> for 300, Alex. Dude. It's therapists. <laughs> The ones with Tom <laughs> Hanks being stupid, have you seen those? Yeah. Oh, God, that's so good. I uh, recently
1: thought of Celebrity Jeopardy because I ordered something on eBay, and the shop I think was called Therapy Dragon, and it was printed on the label. And when I when I got it out of the mailbox, I was like, I, I didn't know. When I buy <laughs> shit on eBay, I don't know the name of the store. Right. It's just like, I want that thing. It's on eBay. Yeah. Buy. And then it gets here, and I'm like, The Rapey Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> my mind, like, I mean, that's, that's how. It your thing came yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> right? <It's, laughs>
0: I saw something, thought of you. Oh, shit. That my funny bone. Oh, no. Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> nice. And number two. Wayne's World.
3: Excellent. Party Party time.
0: Time. Party on, Wayne. And party on Garth. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne's World. (laughs) Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent.
1: My number
3: two will be slightly tangential to you, Dave. Okay. Black Jeopardy. Yeah. Specifically the one where Tom Hanks is the Trump supporter in Black (laughs) Jeopardy. Yeah. Holy shit. That is a good one. Yeah,
1: it is good.
0: Norm MacDonald is Burt Reynolds, man. I mean, like. <laughs> oh, my God. I love. That's one of my favorites of his. He's so good at being <laughs> Burt Reynolds. The mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Um, My number three will be the Chippendale Auditions. Oh, that is
0: so good. Yeah, Patrick Swayze that, and Chris, Chris Farley. Farley.
1: That's a classic, it man. I fucking classic. love it's
0: that. Always play. going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> And number three, Land Shark.
3: God, I've forgotten Me about too. Land Shark. Land Holy shark. shit! Land shark.
0: Love, Who is it? Land shark. Girl, Girl <laughs> Scout cookies. <laughs> I, I didn't order any Girl Scout cookies. Uh, p- 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 pizza delivery. <laughs> Avon Lady. Avon
3: lady. <laughs> <laughs> God, I totally forgot about Land Shark. Uh, my number three will be soaking cork. I missed this when it debuted. I've seen it recently. I don't I like, know this. I don't. know Oh this one my either. god! So it's Janet Jackson is the guest host. It's the whole. Oof. It's the Chris, Jackson, Chris Parnell, <laughs> Chris Parnell, Jimmy Fallon, yes, Tina good, polar good era. Cast. So there it is. Chris Parnell and Janet Jackson are a married couple touring wine country, and they come into um, the cork room. In the wine And the guy's like Here is where uh, We one, all yeah. soak okay. the cork Yeah I've
2: seen this one I forgot
3: about <laughs> oh, it but yeah.
0: I don't know I that. love I a soaking cork <laughs>
3: So much We all get together And soak the cork
0: Oh No I, I wanna I'll watch that one That sounds funny
3: So the show notes Will be like 30 SNL clips. Broken
0: links <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It's pretty, YouTube's gotten pretty good. There's a whole yeah. bunch on TikTok, but you can't like link very easily to those. Yeah, they and S, the official SNL
1: channel has added quite a bit. Yeah,
0: it used to be like yeah nothing. They were real like militant. real militant mm-hmm. about keeping that shit nothing. off of there. Like they had someone whose job it was to just be on YouTube all day and delete SNL skits because they were they were bad <laughs> about it. Was it. Conan. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get.
1: Day number four. Uh, I'm gonna go with Colin Blow. Colon, Colon Blow
3: blowing
1: you. <laughs>
3: For some reason, I had a VHS tape of when I was little of all SNL's commercials, and Colon Blow was on there with Bill Hartman
1: on top of the mm-hmm. thousand cereal boxes. <laughs> You'd have to eat over
0: <laughs> one, two, million, one bowls. million falls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. Yeah. God, I hadn't thought about Colin Blow in a while. A great commercial. <sighs> my turn. Yep. Uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yes. Yep. Hi, boys and girls. I love that shit. Eddie Murphy. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Eddie Murphy was is, remains to this day one of my favorite cast members of that show.
3: Uh, my number four will be Natalie Portman's
0: Rap. Yeah. Oh, God, that was good <laughs> shit. That was good <laughs> shit. Busting dude's mouth
1: like Gutcher's motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Dave, number five.
1: Uh Delicious Dish, Shweaty Ball. I, I, I knew you were gonna pick that one. They are
0: fucking great. Yeah. Man, I just had deja vu. That was weird. We like, watched real bad <laughs> oh, It's a glitch in the matrix. We watched the Saturday Night Live Christmas special Saturday. Yeah. Where they it was in prime time and they aired they did all the funny Christmas ones over the years. They do it every year. Uh, and that, of course, Twetty Balls was on there. And, uh, God, Baldwin just gets me. I know. It's, he's, I love that guy. Mm. <laughs> he's so good. But
3: does he not get his daughter, unfortunately? Yeah.
0: Right, right. Uh, God, where
3: they roasted him. And <laughs> where she roasted him and it's just like hurting him to fuck off to an audience. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
0: Um, my, my last one, it's a toss up cause I've still got quite a few more rolling yeah, around too. in my head. So we could go longer or we could do some honorable mentions, but this oh, is I one can easily. This is one that I hadn't seen before. I watched the Christmas special this past week. Uh, it is Alec Baldwin as an elf regional manager and he gives the speech from Glengarry Gehrig and Lynn Ross <laughs> to the elves do in, in the work in Santa's workshop. <laughs> and at one point, he flips over a chalkboard and it's got ABC. And on the chalkboard it says, always be cobbling. But this, du- <laughs> <laughs> but this dude is so in the zone, he says closing. closing. He does it twice. <laughs> And, and you see on his face after the fact he realizes what he's done, but he he just keeps going obviously. <laughs> but uh, I, because I love that scene in that movie. He won, an, he got an Oscar nomination for that. I want to say he won. I think he
3: won for that. For
0: that he was on screen in that movie for one scene, which was about five minutes long. Uh, it's if you ever get it, if you haven't seen it. It's Glengarry Glen Ross. Watch that shit. Coffee is for closers. I've got a poster of it that Dave made yep. uh, for me and John Turley uh, hanging on my office wall and a small version of it hanging on my cubicle wall at work. And um, when I was team leader at my job, I was a team leader, and we had a meeting. We had weekly team meetings, and the whole thing was I just really wanted our numbers to go up or – tickets to be closed and so i just i got my people in and i said (laughs) i'm going to show you a clip from a movie it's really it's really cool and i want you to just think about this and laugh when you think about your numbers and closing tickets and so i showed him the i showed him the thing about the scene from the movie of of always be closing Mm -hmm. coffee is for closers (laughs) so that's my number five for the pick, because I, I laughed my ass off when I saw that. I was like, no. No, he's going to do the thing. Do the thing, Bart.
3: My um, number five would be uh, Diner Lobster that John uh, John Mulaney wrote, where it's the musical about someone ordering lobster in a, in a New York diner. Okay. Fuck. He wanted to do it when he was a writer, but no one would let him do it. So when he was a host, he came back, we're doing Diner Lobster. John and Mulaney episodes amazing. are
1: always really, really, really good. Yes, the headless horseman. There's a John Mulaney one. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> really funny. Do you do you put it in the pumpkin's <laughs> mouth? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, is this five or are we honorable that's mentions? Fine. Are we-, we doing what are we doing? I'm just doing I more? I can do more? I can do more. All right.
0: I can, probably, I can probably grab up a few more.
1: Squeeze out a couple more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just bear down real hard. I'll get it. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: figure it out.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Dick in a Box, yeah, Lonely dick Island. Box. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah, Brian and I quoted that a lot back in the day. Is my dick in a box. I believe
0: it. <laughs> that one blew up.
1: Like yeah. I mean, that oh, one was really like, yeah. that one. It was,
0: went viral. Yeah. To coin a f- that's what the kids are saying these days, yep. isn't it? Yep. It went viral. <laughs> sure. it went mm-hmm. fingers. Viral. Mm-hmm. Okay. It went the viral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's bussing, busting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Henry says it, Like <laughs> I because it's like it's funny because he only does it when he's complimenting Nikki on something she's cooked. Oh. And uh, <laughs> mom, the mom, this broccoli is busting. <laughs> we laughed and laughed, and he didn't understand why. It's <laughs> okay. It's fine. Ian number six, the Barry
0: Gibb talk show. Yeah. Barry Gibb talk show. <laughs> the Barry Gibb talk show. Talking about chest hair, <laughs> crazy cool medallions. <laughs> there a there was one where Barry Gibb showed up. Oh really? And sang that. with them. That's awesome. And it was fucking awesome. Uh, Timberlake is one of my favorites on that show. It's when great, he comes honestly, in, yeah. God, he, he is he is he is naturally mm-hmm. good at comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, among everything else, he's naturally good at. Mm-hmm. He's seriously a funny, funny, funny part of that mm-hmm. show, and I love it. Yeah. So yeah, very good talk show. Jimmy Fallon for the win.
3: Uh, number six, I'll follow Diner Lobster with Bodega Man. <laughs> another another John Mulaney. Dave, number seven.
1: Harry Carey.
3: Yeah. Cops. Yeah.
0: Cobbs win. <laughs>
3: Cobbs win. win. God damn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ian, number seven. Hans und Franz. Ah,
1: go. yes. There you go. Did you hear the, you might not have heard it, but they, on Conan's podcast, they did a reading of the script for the Hans and Franz movie. That, no, that I did not hear Yeah, it. yeah. So
0: this was another Dana Carvey episode? Because uh, there was, in the first season, they had him, and then between seasons, they had like five more of just Conan and Dana Carvey riffing for an hour. This
1: is... This is the – they read the script. That's that, awesome. That Conan wrote. And um, they even – when it's – Schwarzenegger comes on, <gasps> not
0: on that episode, oh. but it's like it's like
1: within like uh, two uh-huh. or three episodes, and they, they bring it up. Oh, man.
0: I've, I've been listening to the book, so I haven't been uh, right, yeah. on my Conan, but I'm getting back to it soon. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that.
3: Uh, my number seven is – I guess I'll just call it inspirational dance. It is where Will Forte is playing a coach to a bunch of kids, (laughs) and he's trying to motivate them, and he's like, I have a song. And then my team, we were in this exact same scenario 20 years ago, and they played this song, and it is what gave us the energy, the the motivation to win. Plays the song and dances to it, and it's it's <laughs> fucking <laughs> goddamn. I love Will Forte so much; it's so fucking. Will good. really it's, funny. Yes, because it's it's a, it's a ridiculous song, and all the kids are just sitting looking at him, shocked. And he just Will Forte just goes, leans into it so hard. Dave number eight,
1: Mr. Bill,
3: Mr. Oh, Bill no. Fuck, I forgot about Mr. Bill.
0: And yeah, number eight, I I don't know if I'm getting the name of the sketch right, but I think it's called Cali- the Californians. Californians, Californians. <laughs> God, I fucking love that shit, and I I can relate to. I've that. never seen them
3: crack more than when they're God. Doing <laughs> they do. Yeah.
0: And I can relate to it because you know the whole thing is they start just getting into how they got, work, how, how they took the four hundred five uh-huh. to the thing. No, no, no. The best way, my stepmom and her daughter are from L.A. Well, they're from Vegas, but they lived in LA for a while. And at one point I overheard her on the phone with her daughter having a conversation almost. And she sounds like them too. She's got that West coast accent and it was fucking, that's all I could think of was the Californians. It's like, wow, that is so accurate. California. (laughs)
3: California. For number eight, I will claim, I'll claim cowbell.
0: Yeah, Ooh, that's a good, good one. It's a good Bell. one. My the first exposure se-
3: to Blue, Blue Oyster Cult.
0: Also, my first exposure to that song was the opening of the Stand TV miniseries oh. uh, by Stephen King. They they do this long drawn out scene of all these dead people playing playing with Don't Fear the Reaper playing in the background. It's fucking creepy as shit. It's the only really creepy thing about that whole <laughs> <The> miniseries. <bummer. laughs>
1: Dave, number nine. Uh, I really like the Gap Girls. Uh, yes. Yeah, specifically the Tater Junction uh, one <laughs> where they're in the food court <laughs> and they're talking and Chris Farley says, lay off, I'm we'll starving. I'm <laughs> starving.
3: He grabs her by the throat. I love yeah. that
0: shit. That's the love to That's get girls. There was going
1: to be a movie,
0: apparently. <laughs> I would have I wanted to see that, actually. That would have been a good one. And yeah, number nine. A van Down by the River. Yeah, yes. Matt, Matt Foley. yes. God, I love it. Chris Farley, man. i know. Uh, <laughs> I'm shedding a little tear right now. I love Chris Farley.
3: My number nine is it's is an oddball one. It's fairly recent, but man, it hit me so hard and so well because it is um, the guy who plays Bilbo, uh, Martin Martin Ma- Freeman. Martin Freeman at a dinner party, and he's sitting across from Leslie Jones, and the whole thing is a knockdown, drag out, murderous argument. Over Weezer. (laughs) I haven't seen this. (laughs) And, like, you see both their spouses while they're arguing put their head in their hands, (laughs) and the wife... (laughs) I bet you're one of those people that only thinks blue and Pinkerton are fucking gold, and you hate everything else. You're goddamn right, I do. That is garbage. Pork and beans is the best thing they've ever made. Fuck you. It was. Oh my god, it was so good. Because you know Leslie Jones. She, I mean, she gets in his yeah, yeah. face.
1: I've heard people. I like. I think Leslie Jones is really funny. I know some people. I've heard people bag on her. Um, I guess because she's not like a typical SNL right, cast exactly. member, Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, she was like fifty by the time she joined. Right? Yeah, yeah. But she fucking has a way she's of great. making me laugh, like <laughs> in a in a different way than you know uh, any of the other cast members. Uh, I will go with uh, two wild and crazy guys.
3: Yeah, <laughs> very good.
0: Damn, that's good okay. shit.
3: And number ten,
0: I'm gonna. I could keep going. I didn't realize just how much. I, yeah, I, I watched the <laughs> show and how much it affected me. But the thing that's got me laughing the most it's it's a commercial. It's the it's. The, the Lexus December to Remember <laughs> commercial. Have you seen this? I haven't seen this one. So this family sitting around the tree on Christmas morning, and the guy, they like all done opening <laughs> yeah. their presents, and the dad's like, "Oh, hey, hey, uh, Slugger, there's another present over there behind the tree for your mom," and he hands her the box, and she opens it, and it's a fucking key to a car, and so they go running out to the front, and there's a brand new Lexus sitting out in front of the house with a bow on it, and she's like. You bought a fucking car oh, <laughs> without consulting me. That's a major purchase.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got like two percent APR. What are you talking about? Goes, APR? Yo, you mean
0: APR? You mean you think you got? You mean you think you got this whole ass car for? <laughs> (laughs) four thousand (laughs) dollars it's like you haven't worked since March of last year he's like yeah COVID hit pretty hard no March of 2019 (laughs) then it's like the neighbor walks over and is like what the fuck you bought a new car you come to me three weeks ago I need money to buy presents for my family (laughs) then you buy a car I was fucking dying that's really cemented itself in my permanent (laughs) list
3: I love Beck Bennett I was sad yeah. when he left Yeah
0: It was December to remember <laughs> Come on It's Christmas He cracks a beer <laughs> Dad it's nine in the morning <laughs> well, I don't have to go to work tomorrow
3: <laughs> uh, My last one. Oh shit it's so hard My last one will be I know they have names, but it's it's Maya Rudolph and um, what's his name from Portlandia? Oh, um,
0: fuck! I, I was I was just thinking of him a minute ago. And I had his name, and now I can't think of it because you asked. Uh... dar. dar.
1: Fred
3: Armisen Fred Armiston. So it's my Rudolph And Fred Armisen
0: Were well, they
1: talking At the same time?
3: No that's all. That's really fucking good is that, Who is that?
1: Cause that's him That's Kirsten Wigg Yeah here we go yeah, God yeah. I fucking love that Kath shit and Kath and Kim That's so fucking funny man Cause <laughs> talk about like Almost breaking Like constantly
3: <laughs> And then I went Down the street <laughs> Are you guys just making this up? No This is our album <laughs> Uh, they're playing it's like this bougie futuristic house where their daughter always brings home a new boyfriend and they don't know how to pronounce they we we are Morshanagon and whatever their name they can't pronounce the name of the boyfriend or whatever and they're always eating super weird foods have your banana and clam soup (laughs) Jacob and I used to quote that shit all the time I don't even know what there's only like three of them it didn't catch on but fuck I love that sketch so much I'm just going to write down banana and clam. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jeffrey. <Julicinal sounded> Natalie Portman, I think, was on the first one. But all right. Thank you, guys, very was that much. I was
1: hoping we had one more round, because I didn't do heads. Oh yeah! No one did
3: coneheads. Coneheads. I had Lothar of the Hill people written Lothar down. Lothar <laughs> of, of the Hill, Hill people. And of course,
1: sprockets. Yeah. Yeah, Sprank, Now is the time about. on
0: Sprockets <laughs> when which we do a draft. <laughs> uh, there was one that I remember for some reason, I don't know why, but it was a it was an old episode with like Gilda Radner. It was a Scotch tape store. Did you ever see? <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a the guy that runs he put his whole family savings into a store and the only thing they sell <laughs> is Scotch tape. And they've got like a like John Belushi is the stock boy. He's like the they they have an employee, <laughs> and people come in and like, buy something, you know, to be, like, you know, feeling sorry. <laughs> or Fred Willard and Gilda Radner and John Belushi were in the sketch. It was just one that stuck out in my head. I don't – it was random. I don't think it was even a recurring thing, but it was good. It was you saying Belushi made me think of Samurai Delicatessen. Oh, yeah, that
1: was, yes. That was the
3: next thing coming out of the Samurai Delicatessen. That uh, cheeseburger,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Roxbury,
1: we didn't say Roxbury. <laughs> we didn't say Roxbury, yeah.
0: What is love, baby?
1: Don't hurt don't her. hurt me, no more. You like it the sauce? Oh, <laughs> oh. you like it the juice? You like it the you juice? You like it the juice?
3: <laughs> Pepper, say win. <when. laughs> <laughs> One cry. oh. To crack? You liking <laughs> the bad part? What was the... The Folgers Crystals with Chris Farley, where they tell him, like, drink this cup of coffee, and he drinks it. What if I told you this was really <laughs> right? freeze-dried Folgers Crystals? <laughs> you son of a bitch!
0: You <laughs> remember the one with Mike Myers where he was chained to the jungle gym and he had a helmet? The it-
3: hyper-hypo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> girls have the buns and the boys have the hot dogs
2: <laughs>
3: there's also the one where he's in the bathtub oh I know my name is and I'd like to do draw rings and he's in the bathtub Simon. with somebody signed, Simon yeah. okay.
0: there was a show back when I was a kid called Simon and it was he he would do drawings and they would come to life. And it was in, it was a cartoon, and the song went, "Well, you know my name is Simon and I like to do drawings." Yeah, <laughs> happy, bo- fun happy. Do <laughs> happy fun ball, Happy, do not taunt. Um, <laughs> ambiguously gay duo. Uh-huh. Fuck, God, that goes down the Robert Smigel. Uh huh. Rabbit hole uh-huh. Right there Holy shit Man. Dana Carvey is George Bush Oh mm-hmm. god
3: Black Box Where they're arguing All the political Yeah um, All of the stuff for Wolf Ferrells George W. Bush All the stuff For Sarah Palin Tina Fey Yeah no, yep. Faye, Sarah Palin yep. Yeah
0: All of Norm McDonald's Weekend Update Oh yes Dennis Miller's Weekend Update Was my jam Uh, I liked Aykroyd and Curtin. Jane, you ignorant slut.
3: Yeah, but I there was there was a brief stint after college that I, or after high school, my parents shut me down super hard, but I wanted to go to Second City.
0: Dude, I fucking... Oh, man. It was a hard... I was all about the Second City. Mm-hmm. I, I even, like, went kind of anti SNL for a while because of Second City and cuz I loved that group. Mm-hmm. I loved that show. And Conan does a whole thing on his podcast about cuz he has Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara on the show and talks about how his when he would go to visit like his uncle or his grandfather who lived way up north in Buffalo, he would pick up the Second City broadcast from Canada wow. on over the air. That's SCTV. Right. Yeah. Second yeah. City, yeah. Chicago. Second city. Second city. Chicago. Chicago SCTV. Yeah. But it's the same. They moved. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, they okay. came from Canada and then went into Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I that's no when idea. it I didn't sort of that. went nationwide. Okay. as SCTV. Okay. But it started. It started as the second city in Canada. I didn't know that. Cool. And oh. he would pick it up over the air and just loved it and all this stuff. And then so he had been kind of idolizing them. And then he got to have him on the show, and it was it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. But yeah, I was all about SCTV. Loved it. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, SNL. When I was little, SNL was definitely my dream. Like, so I really like. I would have. My parents never would have supported me. So I just. It was bad enough when I wanted to go to culinary school, much less go to Second City. But SNL, what has like three drawing pools from drawing second drawing drawing, uh, Second City, uh, in Chicago. They want the Groundlings in L.A.
0: Yeah, Groundlings is where Conan tried a to get in. A whole bunch of them,
3: yeah. And then, like, I think more recently, Upright Citizens Brigade in mm-hmm. New York. But, yeah, we want to take a break and then talk about uh, the Blues Brothers.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Which we also did not mention in the draft. Blues I, Brothers. I don't I don't really qualify that as, as, as well, a I sketch. Well, I had to remember. I was like,
3: when have I seen it as a sketch? It was I
0: had to look it, it was, up. They were just a musical guest, And I didn't it. know that until... I started doing research for the show because yeah. I just assumed they were on, I just assumed it spawned from SNL. Yeah. I would have thought it, it was did and I, but I just spawned missed it. It did from SNL, but they were just a musical, kind of a Ackroyd and Belushi musical act um, to kind of show off a little bit what they could do, you know? Mm-hmm. So Aykroyd could really blow on that harmonica and, you know, and John Belushi could turn a cartwheel. <laughs>
3: yep. Of oh, Savarsky crystal, crystals. If you guys remember that with Scarlett Johansson, and um, I don't know forget where one. they would look at this one. What about oh, yeah, this one?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be right back.
3: For the Game and Movie
0: Talk. Game and movie talk about the Blues Brothers.
3: I had never seen this.
0: <laughs> I'd seen it once before. Yeah. I
3: rewatched I did, it. I had no idea what it was gonna be like. I had no idea what I was walking into. I knew nothing, nothing at all about the
1: Blues Brothers. But you did watch it? I did watch it. What did you think of the movie? Watched it.
3: Uh I struggled at first because I just did not know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, right. Okay. What what yeah. is this gonna be? What is it supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Uh I didn't even crack a smile until they're in the restaurant trying to get that <laughs> trumpet player back and whenever
0: Aretha he turns Franklin. No
2: before,
3: no, before the, that. The
0: fancy restaurant. The fancy oh, restaurant. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was like,
3: How much for your daughter and your wife? Okay. <laughs> that that made me uh-huh. laugh. <laughs> and then once I kind of Came to the decision, oh, oh it's Money Python esque. So that's what, that's what I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, because it's all like set very seriously, kind of, sort of. But it's like, that's what I enjoyed it way more on my second watch through Me than too. I did on the first. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, because I was watching it and I was like, maybe this is one of those movies where like, I don't know. The first, the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is entertaining." Like the music stuff's entertaining, but like a lot of the jokes did not get me. Sure. But the second time going through, it's kind of like, oh, "Okay, I kind of," because it's so weird. The movie is so is weird. weird. When you
3: see Carrie Fisher pull
1: out a bazooka, and I was like, "What is this?" And it's shot so, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> she was dating Dan Aykroyd at the time. Yeah. I didn't know that until yeah. I was looking trivia up in the movie. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even know they, they were like engaged. dating. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy.
0: They had a whole thing.
1: Um, But like the movie is shot so well that so, it doesn't feel like a comedy at points where it's yeah. like but that's where like some of the absurdity comes in. Like it, it does, because like when she blows up the like building with like the fucking rocket launcher, the first <laughs> time I saw
0: the movie, my brain was just like, "What?" Because yeah. it shot like it's you're not supposed. To, and that's the you're supposed to feel that way. right. Because like what the fuck? And I didn't all get of that a sudden. What the fuck? Right. And then she they, just blew up the
1: building. Right. And they're yeah. okay, and they're just going in. Okay. And they yeah, climb out of the rubble, and it's like, oh, well, we get better to work. get to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, That didn't land yeah. for me the first time I watched it, because I was, I guess, just so like weirded out by it. But the second time through,
0: I thought it was really funny. There was a lot about this movie that I didn't care for the first time I watched it. In fact, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I never really got the Blues Brothers thing because I thought, well, okay, it's just Aykroyd and Belushi showing off. They're killing time, showing off the Saturday Night Live band, which at the time was led by the great, great, great Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Um, not in this movie, though. Not yeah, in this he was movie. He supposed to be, which, but he
1: couldn't. Yeah. They fired him. <laughs>
0: John Landis directed this movie and Dan Aykroyd and John Landis wrote it and it ended up becoming the most expensive action comedy movie ever filmed to this day. I've got the number, uh, <laughs> which is crazy lot. for the t- uh, for the time. Like, it was especially. like especially. I want to guess. Think was, I think it was one hundred twenty-one million dollars or something. Seventeen point five, I think. Oh, that's what it twenty-seven point five. Okay, it was produced it, for, it, but it, it
1: Boxed it, office. Uh, the box office one fifteen point
0: two. So they made that money, yeah, yeah. big time. And yeah. the Blues Brothers was a huge thing. And I thought, you know, okay, fine. It's giving pre-milady dudes an excuse to dress up and wear a fedora and guys that normally wouldn't dress up as things for Halloween now have a thing. Tanya got all mad at me because I was like kind of riffing on that. She's like, now you're making fun of my dad and my uncle. Did Uh, they go
1: as the Blues Brothers? uh, Yes.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) I also I thought this is another attempt at rebelling against disco because that was the thing. The whole punk movement you know punk as we know it today started as a movement a rebellion against disco and i thought well these guys aren't going to get anyone's attention with disco so they're going to go back to r&b and motown and soul music to try and get people away from it i was just being really jaded and bitter about the whole thing cuz i never really got it either rewatching it however i actually really enjoyed it well, you said uh, that they
3: have, they love it it's like their yeah. dedication to, they to
0: really do, and I love the music in this movie. Yeah, I love the artists in this movie. I have grown. I have come to appreciate that music and those wonderful artists much more than since the first time I saw it, which was arguably when I was in my twenties, which was. 30 some odd years ago. I also a, saw it for the first time in my 20s. I'm a way different person now yeah, yeah. than I was then. And I really actually very much enjoyed this movie. So I recanted everything. And um, also, I mean, the fact that John Landis directed it hit pretty right with me. Yeah. Because I have a list, if you don't mind me reading the list of some of his uh, movies that he's directed to give you an idea where i'm coming from uh kentucky fried movie mm-hmm. which i mentioned before uh catholic schoolgirls in trouble mm-hmm. at all uh, animal house mm-hmm. also starring john belushi an american werewolf in london mm-hmm. which is a classic yeah. classic classic fucking movie. and also a weird departure yeah. uh, from the it really other movies is. like
1: that yeah in this, this truly list. yeah
0: truly and it's a Good and scary horror film. it's a great movie. Uh, First movie to ever have like an on-screen transformation Mm -hmm. of a person into a werewolf. Uh, Griffin Dunn is amazing as The Dead Friend. (laughs) It just goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, I love that movie. Another amazing movie. It's changed me. I love this movie so much. Trading Places with Dan Ah, Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Uh, Classic movie. Jamie Lee is in this one. Comedy Central showed it so many times I had yeah. no choice but to watch it. I loved Trading Places. I will watch that's one movie on my list of movies I will watch. If it if is on, on, I will watch it. I sometimes even when it's not, mm. I will seek it out. Uh Twilight Zone, the movie. Ooh.
1: That didn't that was a bad one for him because of the the deaths. Oh,
3: that's right. Yeah, that that, like, that, that, that that's kind of like he and Steven Spielberg don't speak anymore. Probably. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, cause, I think that's... They were best friends until that. He fucked up that. on that
1: one. Yeah, and I think it kind of, like, sent his career on a completely different trajectory. <laughs>
3: it did, but it... So it, what happened with that? I don't really
0: so know. So there was a... The, the scene in Twilight Zone, the story is that this guy gets sent... He's this entitled rich guy, if I remember right, or something. Or he complains all the time, or something. It's I can't been, remember. It's been a about how bad day. he's got it's it. Exactly. I don't remember. But they sent, he gets transported to Vietnam during the Vietnam War, and at one point, there's this scene where this village is being bombed. I can't remember what his deal was. So forgive me, listener, for not knowing. I I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Uh, it's it's a life lesson about you know maybe appreciating what you have and things like that. But anyway, in one of the scenes, uh, he is transported to this village in Vietnam that's being bombed by the Americans and there's this big raging battle going on. And there's these two children and he runs out into this lake to grab these kids. And they were, going, they were shooting this scene where everything is blowing up and everything is, you know on fire and it's just this fucking massive huge destruction of a scene uh and at one point they are shooting in unsafe conditions and they know it and at one point you see in the scene a helicopter crashes into the water and they time it wrong and both the actor and both children get killed by the rotors of the helicopter oh, in real yeah, life. Yeah. That really happened. And it's horrifying. It's horrifying to watch because they just vanish. Ugh. They just vanish. And there, I've seen this. I've seen the footage of it. They don't... They took it out of the movie and the movie got released anyway that uh, they took that particular scene out because it's, it's awful. It's fucking awful. Oh. Uh, and so that was obviously a huge black mark on landis 's career mm-hmm. at that point because there was a lot that could have been done to prevent that, and it mm-hmm. wasn 't and mm-hmm. people children died mm-hmm. as a result uh so yeah there 's a look it up it 's a whole thing but yeah it was a it was a tough that was in nineteen eighty
2: three
0: mm. um the next thing he did was Spies Like Us with the Dan Aykroyd Chevy Chase. Another classic, in my opinion. I loved that movie. I haven't movie. seen that one. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I don't think it got a lot of critical acclaim, but personally, it, it deals with the Cold War, and it's a comedy, of course, and it's good shit. I, I loved it. Um, Three Amigos. Love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Always going to be mm-hmm. a classic. Always going to be a classic. Amazon Women on the Moon. uh, not one of my favorites. I, I think know that I've seen it once, and it's whatever. Um, uh, Coming to America. I didn't know that was him. Definitely one of my favorite movies, uh, which yeah, has a, there's a direct callback in Coming to America to Trading Places, uh, where he encounters yeah, Mortimer and yeah. his brother yeah. and gives him money. It's really great. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3, uh, Blues Brothers 2000, and... There's a couple other things you may or may not know. Um, one called Oscar, Innocent Blood, Susan's Plan, Masters of Horror, and Birkenhair. Uh, those I haven't seen. Have you seen Blues Brothers 2000? I have, but I think I was still in the same mindset yeah. of not giving a shit when I saw it. And I'm pretty sure it's Jim yeah. comes in and obviously takes over as Jake. Yeah. I
1: haven't seen it. I was just curious. I- We'll get to the N64 game. Is there an N64 Blue Blue Brothers 2000 game? Yep. Whew boy, I'd Supposed never to be one of the worst in the system. Nerver wanted to do that for like so many reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm with you. So many. What like are you that's done? like a Venn diagram of yeah. shit I don't want to do. Yes, yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> turn on an N64. Watch Blues Brothers <laughs> 2000.
3: <laughs> Watch Jim Belushi and anything. Turn on an N64.
0: So, if I may, just as a quick synopsis of the movie. <laughs> Uh, please, the Blues please, Brothers please. Uh, depicts Jake and Elwood Blues. Yeah, Jake has been in prison for three years for theft and is released for good behavior. His brother comes and picks him up, and they make a stop at the orphanage where they were raised, where they find out. Which I love that I love From that the scene. Penguin. I love that God scene. Because
1: it's all shot like a horror movie. It is. And that's like shit on the first watch through that I I didn't think was funny. Yeah. But on the second, it's... It's great. I mean, they keep
0: cursing. Uh-huh. I don't want to fucking she, do that. And she keeps hitting him with a ruler, and then when they when she hits him, they curse more. Uh-huh. And she just starts whacking them both with the ruler <laughs> until it breaks. It's, it's a really good. It's a really good scene. Yeah. Well, and, then
3: in that scene, that's where Jim um, Belushi hurts his back. Oh, spin, I didn't know that. He spends the whole rest of the shooting in a back brace on painkillers because he goes down. He, the he goes down the yeah. steps yeah, yeah. while
0: sitting in one of those children's desks, and I remember. I literally was like, "Holy, ow!" I didn't realize that was him mm-hmm. at first. Actually, doing that stunt, that shit would have hurt because mm-hmm. that it looked it fucking did. painful.
3: He was on cocaine and painkillers the whole rest of the yeah, movie
0: and the whole rest of his life. Yeah, well, um, so that's bad.
3: <laughs> Dan Ay- Aykroyd said that they had a cocaine budget. Yeah, on this movie oh, for night night shoots. I heard that I somebody.
1: I heard that at one point during the shoot. um Belushi went to someone's house <laughs> yeah. and just went in there and was eating their food Can and I was sandwich? sleeping on their couch? <laughs> just a random person.
3: <laughs>
0: ah, the 70s. Well,
1: like
3: Jen Aykroyd started, started referring to him as America's house guest because he could just go into anybody's <laughs> yeah, house you know and just that. eat a sandwich and take a nap. The whole time I'm watching this movie and I tell Melissa and she's like, holy shit, you're right. Dan, young Dan Aykroyd in this movie could be a fucking body double for Casey Broussard like his mannerisms the way he looks I mean take off his glasses he's not gonna look like him but like the shape of his face everything I was like mm. god damn he looks just like like I text Casey I was like dude watch this watch those <laughs> brothers and take notes that's awesome
0: Uh, so they find out from the penguin aka their nun uh, that the orphanage is going to close because they they weren't able to pay their taxes. So the Blues Brothers decide that they're going to get their old band back together and raise the money to save the orphanage. What,
3: $5,000 then, roughly $20,000 now?
0: A lot of money. And so they uh, do their thing. They try to find all of their former band members, uh, taking them out of their various life situations, there's a lot of musical sketches in the uh, in the mix. The first thing they do is they go to a church mm-hmm. to get get divine inspiration. Mm-hmm. James, James Brown, Brown is the preacher, and holy Lord, it's so good. And my one of my earliest crushes in life, Shaka Khan herself, is in the choir, uh, looking just fine as. Fuck, I love Shaka Khan. I've had a crush on Shaka her Khan. since the 80s. Shaka Khan, I want to rock you, Shaka Khan. If you're listening, I want to rock you. I feel for you. I, I think I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd wondered,
3: like, like, why is the acting on the so bad? Did you not know it was James I had, Brown? I wrote, James Brown was fine, oh, but like oh, all the other oh, band yeah, members. Are, it's
0: like, why are they so because they're, bad? Because they're really like they in a so band. Bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the bass player was Donald Duck. Duck. It was in quotes, and the, and he always had a pipe. He had a, he had a Bob Ross afro and a pipe that wouldn't quit, and he could play the fuck out of that bass, if I may say so myself. <laughs> uh, but then, so they get divine inspiration, and now they believe they are on a mission from God that this is the right thing to do. So they go and start to track down their band members. Mm. Uh, in one of the scenes, they go into a, a diner mm. to get their a uh, former guitar player and I love uh, the scene. Aretha Franklin is just looking cute as a bug. God almighty. I just love these women in this movie. Cycle Carrie, Carrie Fisher was hot as fuck in this movie. They just had a lot going on for him. I read
3: that she, Twiggy. in one of her books, I didn't, I didn't know that was Twiggy until the credits, <laughs> but I remember reading her book and she talked about those days. She's like, why the fuck did I pose for Playboy? I was hot as fuck. I would love to have that capture. Everybody could see, hey, look how fucking hot I was. <laughs> I should have done it.
0: Why did I do it? I'm fucking She's stupid. right. <laughs> she should have done it. Uh, so Aretha breaks in to think and just sings the fuck out of that song and it's so good and there's so much good music in this movie and, you know, I, I, I don't generally like when movies or TV shows break uh-huh. to say, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. smash mouth. Uh-huh. I don't dig on that, but Me neither. But this worked. This worked. Yeah, yeah, all the way through. It's it was thematically relevant. appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was relevant. relevant to the theme of the movie. And uh, so then they go and they um, go to do a gig. Uh, he's, they finally get the band back together. They go to do a gig, and they're just John Belushi's just got them driving around looking for a place to try score a gig, and they end up in a country bar. <laughs> um, they start off trying to play some blues. Country and western. <coughs>
2: country and
0: western. And then they end up winning the crowd over and then stiffen the owner because uh, the, they try to get paid and they say that, well, we were supposed to get $200 for this gig tonight and the bartender, the, the owner of the bar is like, well, you drank $300 worth of beer so you owe me $100. Uh, so they have to leave very quickly and then hot pursuit. Has anybody pursuit,
3: seen Rawhide? I've never seen. Never, ever seen Raw. It's an old old show. I haven't, (laughs) I haven't, haven't,
0: I've seen it, but it's been a really long time. And even when I saw it, it was in reruns because it was from like the fifties, um, fifties or sixties, like, um, Bonanza and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then they, then they, so they get their big gig, uh, and they're trying to get, into the gig with literally all of the... Because there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where they get pulled over and the cops find out that Elwood has a suspended (laughs) license. And then the chase that ensues. They
1: go go through the mall. They
0: drive into a mall. Do you have a Miss Piggy? (laughs) They crash into a Toys R Us.
3: Uh Did you see that That was a big court case about the mall? No. I didn't know that what... So it's it's like an abandoned mall that they rent out for like a big exorbitant fee and then filmed it and they were done. I mean, they destroyed the fuck out
1: of that mall and all of those cars. I mean... It was fully done up. The
0: mall was fully functioning as a mall. The stores were stocked. Everything was... It looked like a real... Mall. Yeah,
1: I'm surprised to hear that it was not
0: a I, I well, it, it, it but was the, a mall that was closed down. Right, right. But right. I mean, but not, like, not like an operating mall. mall. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, how the fuck did they get permission right, to do that? Right. Well, the owners of
3: the mall then turned around and sued them, saying, "You said you would repair it back to working condition again."
1: Oh, and they were like, and it wasn't in working condition when they no. And yeah, and
3: that wasn't part of the deal. So it was a whole big thing that eventually. Dragged up for years and years and got dismissed, and the mall just got torn down. <laughs> so, wow!
0: No, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that they fucked is that mall wild, up. Dude. It is <laughs> wild, and I got to tell you, there's a there's that scene, and then there's another car chase. So they finally get the money, and then we we'll get into all of it. At one point, uh, Cab Calloway does the Heidi 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 Heidi. Many ho, the ho, ho, ho. Yeah, Many of the butcher. Many thank you. And he changed moacher. it for
3: this. He, he forgot the original words and changed the hey, howdy, howdy, who, or whatever to what we know it as more popular in this. Oh, really? Oh, is that right? He forgot the words and the fans liked this rendition
0: better so he started performing this one. Always be cobbling. Scene, <laughs> always be cobbling. That scene made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, because And it was just, it was a movie magic moment that I would never have expected this movie to have. It, 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 he... He turns, the Blues Brothers have not made it to the show yet. They're still running from the cops. They had run out of gas. Mm -hmm. They were Mm -hmm. waiting on the gas car to come and give them some gas, and they're running late. And so he's stalling them. He's stalling the show. It's packed. There's 5,000 people in here, and this place is packed. And he turns to the band, and he says, do you guys know Minnie the Moocher? And they're like, yeah, all right, follow me. And he turns around and he's in full white tuxes. Mm. The band is in white tuxes. It's like an old school big band setup. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the song is over, they're back to normal. And I loved that it was kind of a a moment for him, like a almost like a dream, like mm-hmm. a dream yeah, sequence yeah. where this is how he has always imagined that it would be. And uh, it was it was a beautiful moment, and I loved it. It's I a great loved part of the movie. It. And the audience, you can tell, obviously they're. They were bought and paid for, but they were into it and having a good time and the energy of that scene was just really positive and fun mm-hmm. uh, so then they do that and then they, they get the then then. In a classic Saturday Night Live moment, a big record producer just happens <laughs> to show, like in Wayne's World, just happens yeah. to show up Bring and say, shop, "Shop Records, saw your- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly,
1: I <laughs> was willing to do anything that they asked. Yeah.
3: Yeah. here's ten thousand dollars. I love to perform his Blues Brothers. The time isn't right." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, when you mentioned the bass player earlier, I almost mentioned if it was better than Tia Carrera. <laughs>
0: no, no. Uh, he was a better bass player than Tia Carrera because he was actually playing. Uh, I don't think he'd look as good in that bikini as Tia did. But uh, well, we'll just have to see. <laughs> I, 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 no judgment. I, maybe he did. I, you never know. It was the it was the seventies. Or was it the '80s, the very early '80s, which is like the 70s. pretty much '70s plus. '70s part two. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they they have to get to the county assessor's office <laughs> in Chicago, <laughs> downtown Chicago, and uh, before in time to pay the taxes, so the orphanage doesn't have to close. So they sneak out. And they start one of the best car chases I have ever seen in a movie ever. Well, they also almost get gunned down in the sewers underneath. Oh yes, because on their way out of sneaking out, (laughs) Carrie Fisher stops and unloads on them with an M sixteen assault rifle. Uh, And we find out that uh, she that 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 Jake had left her at the altar uh, before he got arrested, and he he. Throws every excuse in the book throws at every her. excuse uh, in the book at her. My car was out of gas. Uh, got lost Some there was family. an earthquake there was an earthquake. <laughs> an old friend dropped by. <laughs> he does all these things in a row, and then he takes off his sunglasses and blinks his big brown at him, and she oh and gives him a big old kiss, and then he throws her in the mud and they run <laughs> 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 and uh then she shoots at him a little more with her with her m sixteen. The chase through downtown Chicago. The
3: name of her beauty salon. Oh, yeah. Curl (laughs) up and die. (laughs) I mean. That's at Universal still. Oh, really? They have all the little fake signs Uh, all around. They've got the signs. One of them is the I saw that (laughs) and
0: I thought that is the fucking best. That is the best. Especially for her character uh, to be doing that. So, um, yeah, at one point in the movie she does fire a rocket launcher at them from her car uh, and then very shortly after that, detonates a bomb in the building that they're living in. The flamethrower on the propane tank beside the... Uh Uh-huh, they're on the the phone (laughs) and uh, she lights the propane tank that's right next to the (laughs) phone booth on fire and blows them to hell in high water.
1: They
3: just Um, go up like they're fucking Bill and Ted in the phone uh (laughs) Yes. it's so weird because,
1: again, I feel like it's not shot like comedies. No. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have like a... I feel like In other comedies, there would have been like a, or like it would have been like made more cartoonish. (laughs) Just crunch. Just, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they do, they get, they, so they've got like now every cop in, Illinois chasing after him, and the Illinois Nazis, and Il- right. there's a, oh, I forgot yeah, the about Nazis. the Nazis, and the good old, and the good old boys, and the good old boys. The mean, Tennessee band. they got everybody <laughs> after him. Uh-huh. At one point, they at one point they disrupted the Nazi rally. Uh, Henry Gibson plays the head Nazi, which is a callback to. Uh, he had that almost same character in Laughing back in the Holy day. Oh shit,
1: dude!
3: Yep. Yeah, I didn't look him up. Like, where have I seen that dude before? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he was in Laughing, and he had a character that was like a Nazi, uh-huh. g- Nazi general type of thing, like a Hitler type. Uh, so he's got them after him. Uh, they it, they crash maybe a hundred cars in this movie, real cars. Yeah, yeah. Because you know they didn't have fake. CGI cars back then. And I think this had the record of like the most I would car crashes it. in a movie. I, I think until it. Long
1: Transformers, okay. which I was surprised that, that like that wasn't real? just all CG. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's an insane amount of it's cars. One,
3: one, wild. one of the Bluesmobile still exists.
0: Ooh. And it is owned by Dan Aykroyd's
1: brother in law. Really? I love it. Yep. There's a replica in that Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, Oh really? Yes. yes. Yeah. Wayne's World. (laughs) They have a replica of the oldsmobile. Now,
0: two reasons I want to go to this thing. Um, And it's got the big um, speaker. The big. Oh wow. Okay. okay, Yeah. Yeah. Because at one point they've got a giant speaker on top of their car, and they're driving around telling people to come see their show. Uh huh. Uh, Old school, Uh, but. So they the chase scene through Chicago. They've got like the camera mounted on the front of the car, mm-hmm. and it shows at one point they're running through traffic <laughs> yeah. from this perspective, from the perspective of the grill of the car. It it literally gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, like it was so tense. Yeah. there's some cool shots there's in some this movie. Really
1: good shit there's shot in this movie. I can't
0: remember where uh,
1: the Blues Brothers are walking, but like. um God, I wish I could remember. But they're walking on like a walkway that's got like the slats, like the thin slats of iron. And the camera is below them. It was in the prison. Mm. and The The very first shot. And it's like... Yeah, the
0: cinematography is insane.
1: Yeah, it follows the cameras down below them and it follows them walking up above. And it's like... The work on that is really, really it's, good. It's
0: insanely good. And like, then in
1: the orphanage, where like they do a shot, like that whole thing when they're leading up to go into her room is shot like a horror movie. Like the door <laughs> closes by, yeah. behind them and they're all freaked out. There's a shot where she opens the door yeah. and they do the dolly pull. Back uh-huh, and she while, just like, goes like
0: this yeah. and goes back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful. There was so much of that in this movie. Uh, they, at one point, when the Nazis are chasing them. <laughs>
3: Can I tell you this factoid? Here we go. 40 stunt drivers were flown in every weekend to do all the car chases. The 60 old police cars were purchased for $400 apiece. The filmmakers got permission to drive down Lake Street at speeds of over 100 miles an hour. And they had to reshoot one scene because the lack of pedestrians made it look fake. They did it and then redid it again and had, uh, you know... Uh, stunt people because they had to, yeah, beat, get dodge out of the way, of the way right. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, and, probably
0: right outside the tax building. And one courthouse. of those stunt
3: drivers was Ethan Wayne, who is uh, John Wayne's youngest son. Oh, okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, that was intense. And then they they had, of course, the Nazis chasing them. And at one point. they the, the Bluesmobile can do some crazy shit, uh-huh. and at one point it does kind of a backflip. I know, man. <laughs> it's so fucking... It's like the car it, could just jump. It could just jump. <laughs> and and the their, the Nazi... Henry Gibson and his Nazi friend are chasing him in a red Pinto station wagon. <laughs> well, they backflip over the red Pinto station wagon, and they like, what? They drop off the end of this bridge. But the next scene... It's as if the bridge were higher up than the Sears Tower. Yeah, because they fall. (laughs) Because it falls so (laughs) long and from so... And they got this shot... From obviously from a helicopter, uh-huh. they literally dropped a Pinto station <laughs> wagon out of a plane or a fucking helicopter or something.
3: <laughs> they had to get a special license to do that. God,
0: I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I it bet they a, did. It took
3: a long time to <laughs> do. You want to do what? what? They, had to, they had to do test cars to make sure it fell the right way for the the licensure. Right, they because had
0: to do. <laughs> dropping on that's how rocket dropping a red Pinto on the Chicago metropolitan <laughs> area. It's <laughs> just like, what? It, but it, I was laughing so hard because it was so exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. The thing just flew off a bridge But it fell as if it had fallen off the top of the Sears Tower. So it was it was fucking hilarious. The whole movie is a spectacle. It really is. It's like
1: I think it's more of a spectacle than it is a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, Uh, I agree with that. And it's It's like it's funny because it's a spectacle in that
0: environment.
1: And it's like, I know we're kind of I don't want to pull us back, but we we didn't no, mention Ray Charles because Ray Charles. That's right, the has, music store, uh, music yeah. uh, segment as well, which I think is really good. Oh, it's so, good. and that's like a a huge like
0: choreographed dance sequence yeah. happening yes. outside the
1: music store,
0: just like in the diner with Aretha. They all had this choreographed dance moves. It was a musical. Yeah, it was an action comedy musical. It's a it's a wild movie. Yeah. It's, and Paul Rubens is in it. Yeah, Paul, Paul Rubens Paul has Rubens. a bit part. He's the waiter in the fancy restaurant when they go to get their horn player. And the
3: guy at the beginning who gives um, Jake all his stuff back. Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And of course, we have to mention uh, the aforementioned Steven Spielberg. Uh, is the county tax assessor that they oh, have I didn't, to pay. Didn't that. See, I didn't either.
1: I read it after the
0: fact, and I was like, I cannot believe yep. that I didn't pick out <laughs> Well, I Spielberg. caught that when I was watching the end of it with Tonya, because seen it a whole bunch more times than I have. And I was like, holy shit, is that Steven Spielberg? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So, you know, I thought that was really neat. And then uh, at the end of the movie, they are caught, and they are arrested but they get to do the thing where they do their band in the jail mm-hmm. and they play Jailhouse Rock, and then they run the credits and they have a sh- they keep switching shots of all of the different like mega stars that were in the movie singing bits and pieces of Jailhouse Rock. I actually really liked this movie. Yeah, I did. And too. I was glad when we mm-hmm. I, at first I was like fuck, and now I'm really glad I saw it again because I had a lot of fun watching the movie. Um, Just big, big, big recommend. Uh, it's a classic, uh, movie that I think everyone should see at least once. (laughs) It's important, maybe when you're but after you've turned 30. Yeah, there's something about watching it. Get it, get to it after you've between 30 and 50. Yeah, if I had seen it in my 20s when
1: it came out, it might have been different, right? And maybe probably for different reasons, totally, absolutely.
0: But, um, four stars wasn't sage says check it out i really want everyone to watch blues brothers and get a real feel for kind of how they used to do it you know
3: i can only imagine back then having elwood
1: hit on twiggy was probably like holy shit, i know right back then yeah but like not knowing because i didn't when i saw this movie the first time i didn't know who
0: she was she yeah. went for it <laughs> she went for it. He's yeah. yeah. He's filling that He shows up at the. She end. shows right. up at the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Twiggy was the shit back then. Yeah. Twiggy was like a fucking like the big. first
3: real supermodel. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Big deal. Good smize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that leads us into the second oh, yeah. part of our discussion about the, the Blues Brothers. The game talk. <laughs> the game talk. And, you know, sure we've seen cinematic platformers, and uh-huh. sure we've seen Joe and Mac. Uh-huh. But have we seen it featuring the Blues Brothers? It's funny you bring up Joe and Mac. Yeah. Because the game felt like
1: a Joe and Mac knockoff. It absolutely that was.
0: put... The Blues Brothers in it. Yes, and I think we have not seen that before, which is about the only thing this game has going for it is that it's unique in the fact that it's a weird, weird weird thing. There was absolutely 100% zero tie-in to the movie.
1: No, there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even try. Other than not
0: even close.
1: Musically is the only thing you can kind of... The characters... Yeah, the even music. though they super cartoonish
0: and like, yeah, obviously they're
1: stylized in a way where I feel like you can still recognize I them. I agree. And,
0: uh, uh, there's the jukebox things and the musical notes and yes,
3: that well, Snesh Drunk had a good point. Like you could take any any franchise, anything like that, and just plug it into this into this game, and you'd have the exact same thing. Ex- I agree. You could have fucking like peter rabbit and have like his example Yeah, peter rabbit and have the records are carrots and it's peter rabbit and it's the exact same game yeah I, everything's the same i guess <laughs> but
1: i mean what do you do with the music i still think the music is like different like and ties together because it's like i i don't know that's licensed you get, music you, you, you get know the peter I mean? gunn
0: theme. that dun dun yeah dun 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 and it's dun like dun dun if that's dun dun a big dun deal
1: dun dun for rock and roll racing it's one of those where it's like okay Someone license
0: some real fucking pop music. Which is the thing that I say that one of the few things that I think that this game has going for it. I mean, having licensed music is always a plus. Um, But man, it was just so weird, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence about this one. Uh, All right. So yeah, let's kick that off a little bit. Let's get into the zone. I liked it a lot. (laughs) <laughs> really? I knew you were. Yeah, I, 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 I knew I was I playing it. it, and I was not hating it either. I didn't hate it. But I, I it was, I was okay. thinking to myself while I was playing it, Dave's going to like this I game. I liked it a
1: lot. I finished it. I beat the game. Um, I don't think it's a great game, but it was enough where it was like, yeah, okay. I mean, it it is a weird game, and that definitely appeals to me. It's weird in like the... It feels like a DOS game on the Super Nintendo, yeah. Oh, and okay. that is like a cool category to me. Where it's like, don't you, you see a kind of a lot of these? I guess this is your. It was developed by Titus France, right. so that didn't surprise me because it's oh. like, okay, a European company made this game. That and the Blues Brothers game. was.
3: He- Bomb here, huge overseas.
0: What? I didn't know that.
3: It, it was it was good at a box office bomb in the United States, but the
0: overseas was and then massive. for the first film, yeah, massive. wow. And then it came back around as a cult classic, mm-hmm. and that's why it's so.
3: It came out a month after popular. Empire.
0: Oh, really? So I think yeah, yeah. That's it, not, it, not, not a good, not a great time to release. Think Fisher's in that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were kind of hoping. I think they were kind of banking on that a little bit. Like, okay, okay, I know it's not great. Probably not gonna be it's Carrie Fisher. She's hot
1: right now. <laughs> but yeah, I like and I don't want you guys please don't hold anything back on this game because I mean in your com I'm not trying to I'm not trying to sway you guys. No, no. I have because I think
0: the game is very flawed. It's flawed as fuck. You're the platforming
3: it's, basics were fine. They were, they were fine. solid. They were. And it it and was
0: this, It was snappy and punchy and it moved well. I, the controls it, were great. And it felt like a, it, to me, it felt like an
1: NES game that was on the SNES. Absolutely. But I mean that in a in the good way. Like not Tiny no, I know exactly Like what Tiny Toons. Buster, to Buster tiny Bust Lose. Where it feels... It, I mean the NES Tiny Toons. Oh, the NES. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can see, because honestly, I kind of feel like those games kind of played mm-hmm. similarly, you know? They had like a, a must have had a similar design. yeah um standpoint but like the game's not blues brothers is an unfinished game i don't have a rec- like i don't have i can't point to a resource saying it's unfinished but there is a level in the game where you hop on a snake dragon yep and that you, was and you just <laughs> you just fly to the right there's nothing in the stage
0: there's like nothing to like there's nothing yeah, to do it carries you and but you got to if you're playing two player you gotta send it back over, or do oh, something. Really? I, I watched the that. long play. Yeah, of it. I didn't play it two-player. I, I
3: got but... about halfway through the factory uh-huh. before I was like, "I get, I get this. Yeah, I, I yeah. know exactly what this game is about." So I didn't get right. to the flying dragon. The flying snake yeah, dragon thing wild. is
0: weird. It's, as like, f- why? it's wild,
3: but I love it. You, remember, you remember when that happens? <laughs> when they have to escape and the dragon comes down <laughs> and
1: yeah, this falcon looking thing. <laughs> uh, it's like. So that's stage 13 is where the dragon yeah. first shows up, and I know that because there are 11 one-ups in that level, and it's like, am I going to spend 20 minutes getting my lives to 99?
0: Yeah, you bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I am. And it was that point where it's like, I'm definitely going to finish this game. Like, right,
0: this is You committed at this, committed this point. Yeah. I'm glad you have a
1: projectile.
0: Yeah, you throw and the And then records. it's not a pure platformer.
1: Well, is it it's me or. It's close to it, a pure platformer, but
0: yeah, you're right. Is it me or is there no way to defend yourself if you're out of records?
1: No, mm-hmm. there's no way you to defend yourself. You can't jump on enemies no.
0: to, to knock them out or kill them, And t- I thought sucked. Yeah, I don't like. I, I didn't you know like me. I don't like mm-hmm. ammo mm-hmm. management. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to collect ammo. I get it. I understand Sonic did this, and this was actually a projectile weapon that you could use. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And you could, but you could really hammer it out. And before you know it, you're out of ammo. So you got to keep up with that. All and those I don't,
3: surprise bear traps you got to throw
1: records at. That you yeah, can't see. Over Man, and over and over, that, and over and over. The, over the over enemy design
0: over. in the game, I feel like, was
1: lacking and annoying, especially the, the traps. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can't see them half the
0: time. And you need to be, I mean, honestly, they needed to make it to where you could have at least some way of defending yourself without if you were out of ammo. Because otherwise. If you collected it all, it doesn't come back, and you've got to. It doesn't carry over. It doesn't carry over either, and you've got to fend for yourself yeah. and be really good at dodging and jumping and all that stuff because it becomes a whole different and much more difficult game without an am- ammo, without ammo. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with that, and I knew as I was playing it, I knew that was going to be a sticking point because I know, I know how you feel about. It. And ammo management, particularly in in games like games this. games like this, especially, I do feel like the records were pretty easy to come by. They were, they were very plentiful. Um, they were p- almost plentiful enough where it's like, what's the point right. of like even having like Why don't you just have infinite just infinite mm. ammo? Right? Um, exactly. But I do think that they they did a good job, a surprisingly good job compared to other platformers on the SNES where they like took a note from Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario World where they're like, let's use these records to kind of guide the player. Because I feel like they did that
0: a lot. They do that a lot. You're absolutely right. And
1: I've played a (laughs) lot of platforms on on the Super Nintendo where it's like they just, the developer does not understand that point Mm -hmm. where it's just like, I don't know, we just put the things you collect wherever and sometimes they lead you to a dead end and you know, I, I felt like Blues Brothers I felt like they were trying. Yeah. It felt to me like a game that they knew <laughs> was too short because I beat this game in two and a half hours.
3: Yeah, 35 first
1: short or something like that. Yeah, it's like 34, 35. The long play I watched was 31
0: minutes. I believe it because when Seeked I was playing
1: it, I was thinking this would be a fun game to speed run. Sure. There's you, a task Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So I feel like they... To me it felt like the developer was like, "Oh shit, this game is too short. What do we do? I don't know. Put another le- put another dragon level in there where you just go from <laughs> left to right." It it felt like it felt unfinished. How felt about like bosses?
0: No. Yeah. No bosses? Okay. Yeah. No, we'll so. just do more dragons.
3: That I always hate when a game doesn't have any bosses. Right? I thought any
1: of you of? on that, yes, too. That it didn't me. bother me, but I but I get yeah. it. And in, in, in another way where it felt unfinished, there are levels in the game that feel like there was supposed to be a boss here, because like it just sort of this it's it
3: wide stops, open it's area, wide open. Yep. Yeah,
0: I know exactly what the you're saying. The third level,
3: I got stuck. I had to. The third level is when I had to stop and pull up a playthrough, because I you the jump chains. and go over. Although I chains were fine, the chains were fine. homie. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I, they
0: do. That, they look like something in the background. They
3: do. I only I, knew because of, the, of me having to watch oh, man, the playthrough and figure it out.
1: I wasted at least. All of my continues until I figured out, oh, you can climb those (laughs) chains that look like they're unclimbable. Yes, sorry, I didn't mean to. It was there's
3: like the third level. You're still in the forest, and then there's like a big clearing where there's nothing. And I was like, how the? I see platforms up in the air. What the fuck do I do? You just barely see a mushroom hidden in the trees, and I missed that over and over and over. And I had that bugged me that. A third level, I was just completely flummoxed and had to watch something to figure it out,
1: dude. I agree. That's I feel like that's bad design, and I but and I also I, I'm curious if that's another one where it's like the developers, like, oh shit, we don't have enough content, let's hide things to make it last longer. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's a bad design decision if that's the case, yeah. but yeah, I had a problem with that. And then on the next level, I had a problem with the chains where it's like this is just kind of it feels obtuse, yep and it feels obtuse for no no good reason
3: but i mean kudos to it for uh they didn't feel like they were on ice no they didn't feel the pla- the, the the basic that needed to be their platforming that was
1: there and that, it, that is I agree. super annoying when
3: they can't get that right
1: and if it wasn't honestly i probably would hate this game yep. but it was super it was i was so surprised
0: by how tight the controls mm-hmm. were I had a couple of bugaboos about like the controls were good. I thought the graphics were really nice. I thought the graphics
1: were good too, especially the
0: the, the Blues Brothers. Themselves. The sprites and, themselves looked mm-hmm. good. They looked like who they were supposed to look like. They, they were, were sized properly. They were sized, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent appropriate.
1: And, and that's another reason yeah. I feel like it felt more like an NES game because yeah. the sprites, proportional to the rest of the of the level, were
0: small. And, and it was cool when they would pick up their little toadstool power-up, or whatever it was, and they'd get all muscular and be busting through their shirts, yeah, and but you could see the muscles uh, on them. Jake
3: and I cool. would go Hans and Franz and yeah.
0: other suits. Uh, you remember that? <laughs> but the Bugaboo... A couple of the Bugaboos I had were that I don't like time limits, which this game had. Yeah. And I thought... You said obtuse level design. I agree. That's literally in my notes is that it's obtuse. There was a lot of places where you had to go up and there was no obvious way to go up and you'd get on a springboard and it would spring you up, but not quite not high enough. And you had to know how to kind of run, jump, jump, jump off the tree, jump over here. And then you're up. Yeah. And it was that I don't like. Even the first level that was all spikes. Like if you fall off, yeah, you're just which you got to find the
3: invincibility and run back and hope you make it in time. Yeah. Like yeah. in
0: the first level, yeah, yeah, right off the fucking bat. Um, and then I thought that maybe some of it felt like because the the fact this game does have a two player feature. Uh, simultaneous which two player cool. feature, which, which is, is cool, awesome. Yeah. I think that is really neat. The players can interact Final with one another. They can pick them up and carry. No, it didn't. Mm. And it could pick them up and carry. The other player, and that felt to me like Chippendales Rescue Rangers. It did, for absolutely. The I agree with you there. Which yeah, I and love that. That game. might yeah. be
3: more of what I'm thinking than Tiny
1: Toons is, is
0: Chippendale. And, Dale. and yeah, I think
1: Chippendales it plays a like much better game than Blues Brothers. Well,
0: yeah, but, no,
3: it's it's but, better. But, yeah, it's just better laid out right. than this. But, but I can, still, I, can still see like, where I
0: got vibes. Those bones are here. A there. hint there. of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Disney probably had <laughs> a little bit more money. moose You Should see the menu. It's a really good movie. The uh but John Candy's a <laughs> Blues Brothers.
1: Yes, he is. Orange Whip, three orange
3: whips. <laughs> he improved that. Oh really? And it was a nod to the caterer who wanted to be in the movie. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I love, it.
1: I love that. Sorry. It just came no, that's to me okay. the way I you could, said something made me think of John Candy. I completely I like, oh, forgot. I have to say this. <laughs> I
0: completely forgot. I'm glad you did, because I had forgotten to mention that John Candy was in it. Um but uh the fact that it has two player is amazing. I thought, it, but I thought that the game's level design was more geared towards playing two player than single player, and I, I don't care for that. I don't mind that you could have a different kind of fun, yeah, playing with two people than you would playing by yourself. But the fact that I feel like it would have been easier to accomplish the goals in the game with two players. Limit you to a frustrating time versus a maybe a more enjoyable time but I don't I wouldn't have had anyone to play with when I was a kid. Yeah, same. And and what I what I wish they would have
1: done is I wish that the levels that you played in two player, I wish they were different than the levels absolutely. that you single player. I think
0: that would have been really great. And lord knows they would have had room because there were no bosses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm They I, could have put another set of levels in there just for the two player experience. You're absolutely right. Or yeah, cut the fat from
1: the single player levels that like don't make sense yeah and then like yeah use utilize that space and new levels for the yeah. for two players only even if you could even work in like a
0: sort of an AI to follow you around like tails yeah. or something you know yeah. what I mean you know that would have been neat is an option yeah so that that way you're always playing with two players but you know it right. is what it is and it this just like I said most of these are just bugaboos that could have been easily fixed under maybe heavier scrutiny, mm-hmm. but I didn't hate it. I mean, I didn't. I don't like games like this that much anyway. I'm, start, I'm starting to fear that I just don't like Super Nintendo games, <laughs> uh, which is fine. I mean, I you know I can I can appreciate a good game, uh-huh. even if I don't care for them for sure. the most part. Uh, and I didn't hate it, but it wasn't it wasn't for me. But not. It wasn't the game's fault that it wasn't for me. It's just that's not my thing.
1: Yeah, I do feel like if this were a more fleshed out platformer, yeah. then it would have helped at least. Because this is like I mean, I was really I mean, I can't express how happy I was with the controls. Like the no, they feel were so Like the controls tight. are, are The controls are what carried me through, like what kept me playing. Because it's like, okay, some of this is completely janky and that also scratches another weird itch where it's like, there's something in this game that is so good that I'm willing to kind of like overlook everything that's, Middling to subpar, which there is
0: quite a bit of that. The knockback can suck a dick. Yeah, yeah. The knockback in this game is rough. It it's, is. If you get hit by something while you're on a platform, you're going off the platform for sure. And I thought that was that that was a tough little obstacle for me to overcome. They're generous with the in- invincibility
1: frames. They are which is it nice because if you get hit, you can. Like what I would get hit, it and it's minute. like, I'm skipping yeah. this section. I'm just yeah, running as run. run. far right yeah. as I can.
3: Yeah. yeah. I wish this game was like a destruction derby type racer for all the scenes in the movie. For, like tie-in with the movie. Yeah, give yeah. me something where I'm just like driving around just smashing shit.
0: Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I think that would have gone over well. I also think this would have been an excellent game to make into an RPG based on the movie because they're literally on a quest. Yeah. And I, I think <laughs> yeah. you could have done it and had, you know, also, the driving and the destruction <laughs> built in there, you know. I
3: wish Vice City had a reskin where you could be <laughs> be Elwood or Jake. That's they, awesome. b- but you're not like employed by the Mafia; you're just going around just wrecking
0: shit. Yeah, or Twisted Metal. <laughs>
1: Man, the next—I don't know if you know if you heard—I've seen the trailer, the tr- the real trailer for Grand Theft Auto. The next Grand Theft Auto dropped, and it's it's good. I've it, seen it. <laughs> it's like back in Vice City, which is like fuck, because that's my favorite grand theft the Auto girl city. same and the the song is it's a Tom Petty song <gasps> and it's like oh my god
0: I don't know if I have seen that then maybe I'm still thinking about the fake one it's a good it's a good trailer
1: like it fucking,
0: it sold me this is 2025 like, we're looking at right I can't this remember game. I can't remember the date't is that crazy I'm just excited that it's that you know, is the cool and the fact that it's going back to vice city yes chef's kiss yeah play I played a lot of grand Theft Auto five. I didn't play I'm going to play five. I'm going to play a lot of this one. I'm going to get back into it for that cuz I love Vice City. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to derail, but mm, you're talking okay. about cars mm-hmm. and crashing shit and like causing chaos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would that would totally play a reskin of Grand Theft Auto as Blues Brothers.
3: Well, um, we can make DD characters. We'll just be twin clerics of Alitamara. Who just agents of musical chaos.
1: It's funny because I was thinking <laughs> when we were talking about the movie and like how they survive all this shit, I was thinking of what's the fortune's friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're two <laughs> fortune's friends where it's just like luck. They're just all luck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, things that should kill them, they, they don't just brush off. And yeah. it's happened so much that, yeah, exactly. They just brush it off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they both have dominoes power where things just work out. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I was okay. I, I think you know I would recommend it. To someone that likes this type of game, I'd say go for it. Just just keep in mind there's some some stuff you should be mindful of. It's a big recommend for me if you like
1: platformers, because I do feel like the controls are worth enough checking out. If you like platformers, if that's like your jam. This is so much better. This is gonna sound fucking crazy, but this is so much better than like Arrow the
0: Acrobat. Like, Dude, this is... Uh, yeah, I agree. This I game agree. shouldn't have been this good. I was expecting it to be awful. Like I was too, way.
1: and maybe that has a lot to do with why I, I liked it a lot. Because I was low bar, expecting it to be yeah. horrible, yeah, like the, the bottom of the barrel yeah. game. And it was like, eh, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's all right. <laughs> There's
3: nothing like playing trash to make you appreciate mediocrity.
1: So <laughs> That is true. We yeah. played a lot of trash. And again, I, I, I want to stress, I wasn't trying to sway you guys. No. And I, I hope that you were honest. I was. With, you know, I was. I, mean, I like, was
0: not planning on shitting on this game. I was just going to point out the things that I didn't like about it. But I'm not going to call it a bad game because I don't think it is. I could, yeah, I think it's, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah.
1: It needed more polish, but it's got good, it's got good bones. It needed more it's it's a little doughy. Yeah. Needed, it needed yeah. to be in the oven for like 5 to t- 20 more minutes. If
3: I'd seen I would be surprised to see this on like Nick Arcade and kids just fucking dying over and over in the first uh-huh. like 30 seconds of <laughs> Yeah. All, for sure not in, what the, to do in the in the
0: thorn pit. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about achievements later. I'll tell you about the thorn pit.
3: <laughs> Come over here, you can play Act Razor. <laughs> Blues brothers or R Type. <laughs> R type. Uh you got we'll see. Buy rent birthday.
0: This is a rare birthday for me. Yeah. Uh this is where I because I feel like I think it would be a frustrating rental and an equally frustrating buy. But if someone gave this to me, I think it would grow on me pretty quickly and I wouldn't be sorry that I had it in my collection. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't say I wouldn't go after it on purpose for either of the other two. So this is a birthday.
1: I feel like this would have been a good rental mm-hmm. back in the day because it's, it's so short. Yeah. the game Josh is so and I would
3: have short. rented this, beat it in a night, and, I, and felt, felt good about yeah. it and then never, never looked at it ever again. Yeah,
1: because it's, it's one of the it's, – and it's weird. That filled, that filled a weird niche in that era. Like I remember being a kid and being like, I need more games that I can beat. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's that, like, it's I don't have dopamine. to love it, yeah. but I want to beat it. With I want satisfaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it would have been a rent for me as a kid. Uh, I'm going to buy this game. Uh, so it's a buy for me currently. I, <laughs> want, I want this game. I want this game
0: in the collection. So I'm glad.
1: I'm it's glad been, a, it's been a minute since we've done an episode. And I've been like, I'm going to go on eBay when we're done and yeah. buy this game. No,
0: I'm glad yeah. you liked it. I'm glad that. Have I'm you really looked that, up how much it is? I
3: have. Okay, I hope you're saying it's a buy. Then until we get to the segment, you're like, ah, oh, never mind. Never mind.
1: <laughs> so that's a hint for an upcoming. Like, when you put your guesses in, <laughs> hmm. what is Dave? The segment is what is Dave willing to pay for? Please, there's all the SDS? <laughs> That's what we need. To, we
0: need to add that on. Is Dave willing to pay that? Uh, let's see. Do you guys have any achievements? I have several. You tell. My first achievement is Give Me Some Lovin'. Uh, and you cross the upper platforms of any level while carrying player two. Uh, my second achievement is Think. Figure out that playing this game as one player is pointless by getting <laughs> stuck and unable to navigate out of level two alone. That happened to me. Uh, my next achievement is The Old Landmark uh, Reach Every Jukebox. Uh, My fourth achievement is Mini the Moocher Lose your power-up mushroom to an enemy Immediately after getting it <laughs> Yeah, that'll happen <laughs> My next achievement is Shake a tail feather Fall into the thorn pit Immediately on the first level And try to run and get out of it before dying <laughs> <laughs> I got that one uh, Everybody needs somebody to love uh, Beat the game in two-player mode and Jailhouse Rock, uh, and that's Get Lost in one of the lower levels. And my final achievement is Your cheating Heart. <laughs> and to get Your cheating Heart, you use cheat codes to change the background palette. Can you do is there yeah, one for <laughs> it's that? It's the only one I could find. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> and in case you didn't figure it out, all my I achievements the were songs, songs from the movie. movie. Mm-hmm. I love that
1: theme. I've got a couple. They're not thematically good but
0: no no no
1: please first one is uh it ain't much but it's honest work in order to unlock it ain't much but it's honest work farm extra lives on stage 13 (laughs) until you reach the maximum of 99 lives yes uh next achievement is we're on a mission from god in order to unlock we're on a mission from god Uh, finish the game without losing a life. That's a pretty solid impression, too, because he says it just (laughs) like (laughs) that. You got it right. You nailed it.
2: God
3: Uh, has a little Y in it. (laughs) Chicago.
1: Next achievement is... Sounds Hawaiian, doesn't it? (laughs) Now, there's like... So that theremin, the the Y in it made me think of... Of the theremin, there's like in Shadow and Shadowbringers, there's like this theme that uses the theremin at every fucking hint. Th- Hen- I have my headphones on, but every time I'm sure, like Henry's gonna be 20 years old and he's gonna have like flashbacks of like, sounds Hawaiian, doesn't it? Because every time it plays, I mutter that <laughs> to myself when I play the game. <laughs> Thank you, Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Finny. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, next achievement is we're getting the band back together in order to unlock. We're getting the band back together, complete the game in co-op mode. Uh, and my next achievement is we're 34 stages to Chicago. We've got a day off from work, half a bag of Cheetos. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. (laughs) In order to unlock that, you finish the Blues Brothers in one sitting, which you have to do because there's no fucking (laughs) passwords. Yeah, yeah, no passwords. There's no... Battery backup. There
0: are passwords on different versions of the game, like the Game Boy and um, other systems. Yeah, which
1: is I I failed to mention this earlier. The the history of this game and development history is fucking weird, because the Blues Brothers on the SNES is a sequel to another Blues Brothers game that was on the NES, on on the Amiga, on DOS and Amiga, (laughs) uh, and then. Another one was made for uh, DOS, I believe, called Blues Brothers Jukebox Adventures or some (laughs) shit like that. And then they were like, "We're gonna make this a Super Nintendo game too." And just it's like, well, we'll just call it the Blues Brothers, I guess. Okay. And then that's what they did, and it's weird, like most of this shit tends to be. Yeah.
3: I read that John Belushi went through over 200 pairs of sunglasses. While filming this, because like that. he would wear one for a scene and then they'd just be gone, he wouldn't know what, what he did with them. Uh, or did you eat those? <laughs>
0: you snorted them, didn't you?
1: Uh, and my last achievement is beefcake. In order to unlock beefcake, you know, I never thought about that in a fucking minute. You pick up a second strength cake when you're already roided out from the first one, which I thought it was weird that you, you get strong it.
3: from
0: yeah. cake, first yeah. of
3: all. <laughs> I think beefcake. You probably got it exactly right.
0: That was a very thematic set of achievements. I feel like it was everywhere. But Loved they it. Did.
3: <laughs> I've got five. Uh, the first one being get em, Nemo. You unlock that by killing five slugs because they look like something out of the little Nemo yeah. game. Yeah, they the cartoony yeah. snails just going across. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one is maybe they drop a cookie. And you unlock maybe they drop a cookie by killing one of the flying men who look to me like the spot for crows, crows from Earthbound. Okay. And then Falkor. You ride the dragon. <laughs> uh, jukebox Hero. Beat the game. Okay. And then just one Soul Brother. And that's you play on mono instead of stereo. Because so that's the only option that's you can talk uh-huh. yeah. yep.
0: So. Before we get into the bidding on what it's worth and yeah. all that, I think we should discuss our next adventure. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, do you have something in mind? Well, I kind of do, but I and I don't. I had two things in mind. I kind of have one as well. One was one was, but unfortunately,
3: I have one too. Then, <laughs> so <laughs> I have a gun. <laughs>
0: one of the other things, and I know, just hear me out. Uh huh. One of the other things that John Landis directed was the video for Thriller. Okay. I was thinking, I oh, we should do Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, but you've already done We've done, done that, yeah. So that was going to be my suggestion. So the, I looked for other things. I couldn't find any more games based on John Landis movies, oh. but I did find a game based on a t- movie that John Landis wrote. Dude, I think, okay. Clue. Oh. He wrote Clue. I did not know he wrote Clue. I did not know that either until I did my research. So I'm throwing up for bids Clue. As Just Clue from the game. SNES, right? Because it, it is, is it? a movie and it is a game. I believe yes, it's, the S- SNES. it's an SNES game. Yeah. And I don't think y'all had done it. So I thought. No, we haven't. We should tr- potentially consider Clue. What was your suggestion?
1: I like it better than my suggestion. Uh, my suggestion was going to be Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay. Um, because I didn't know it was a. I just found out this week that it was a video, like a Super Nintendo video game. Yeah. And I was like, huh, okay, that's kind of like thematically appropriate with what we had had been doing. I like Clue better, though. Okay. Yeah, I like Clue, too. Are we going to watch the
3: movie? I know this is based off the board game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We have to watch the movie. Yeah. So we'll make it a movie as well. Have we
0: all seen Clue? Yes. I've seen it a few times, but I'm ready to rewatch it. A lot of times. I've seen it recently, but I'm going to watch it again. Um, there's also a potential remake of Clue in the works. Really, it's a John Krasinski joint. No,
1: nah, <laughs> it's uh,
3: it's uh. I'd watch the cast of The Office in a new Clue. Why can I never think of his a name?
0: Great reunion. I I, I I I love his work, and I can never think. Of Deadpool. I did this last week. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is looking at do redo. I think they've been working on redoing it uh, with him and. Various other, he's got my trust. I, so, I, I, think he would do it right. Yeah. That's one of those. And Clue is one of my all-time favorite comedies. Clue uh, is a I fucking don't want to spoil great anything movie for our next episode, but it's a great, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it right now that I'm excited for Clue. So, Me too. Okay, I'm cool excited to that? watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki, right. Nikki, and I watched it a couple times. I'm excited to watch it with her again. Sweet.
0: Okay, we're settled.
1: I wanted to say that before I forgot. Yeah. yeah I'm glad perfect. you did. Yeah. Okay. So how much do you guys think? Not Clue, but Blues Brothers for the Super Nintendo goes for loose if you were to buy it. Or how much do you think I would pay for it? Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars from Ian. See, you you seem to have really liked it. So I'm going to say $30. $30 from Tyler. Actual retail value of the Blues Brothers. Loose, on average, for the Super Nintendo. Uh, according to pricecharting.com, at the time of this recording, is $27.61. Almost right in the middle mm-hmm. to Yeah, what we said. I'm not happy if I'm going to pay that much. But, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, I haven't bought one of these in a long time. Mm-hmm. This one struck a chord with me. We'll buy it. Cool. Not going to wait to find it in the wild. I'm going to find it on eBay and buy it. Okay. Yeah, I feel Maybe like would be looking for a long fucking time. Yeah, probably. Might buy it from the Rapy Dragon. Who knows? <laughs> 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 um, what do you think Flopsy has to say about the Blues Brothers? Three stars. Uncommon. Three uncommon. Okay. Two uncommon. I'm going to split the difference on the star ratings. I'm going to go two and a half. Um, and I, but I'm going to stick with uncommon. I feel like this is uncommon. Has to be. Yeah. Maybe very uncommon. Or, or even very maybe. It could uncommon. be very uh, uncommon. Yeah. I will accept that. Shit. I'll like go two and a half, very uncommon. Okay. Just for the sake mm-hmm. of having the only very uncommon. According to Flopsy, aka the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Country, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a mysterious shadowy benefactor, Blues Brothers, comma the (laughs) is two stars. Very uncommon. Okay, glad I switched that. Yeah, got the rating wrong. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like that's a fair one. I feel like two stars is fair. As much were, as
0: I like the game, I mean... I thought they were going to pump it up a little bit more. Like, yeah, it's like fucked up, do. man.
1: Because it's like a two-star in Flopsy means this game is actually a one-star yeah, game. Yeah, right,
2: <laughs> right.
3: See, for some reason, I got the feeling this wouldn't be a game they would pump up. Like, there'd have to be something else nostalgic about it. Mm. And it's not a nostalgia game for them to inflate.
0: Yeah, it, ha- it would have to it would have to follow the movie more mm-hmm. to be nostalgic. There could be something, yeah, for
1: them to as a kid they liked about it, so they inflated their rating.
0: Right. Okay. Was
1: Blues Brothers rated R? It was right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's another weird one where it's like you know we were talking about Dirty Harry and like that's a rated R. Why
0: is Nintendo uh-huh. making a game <laughs> based on R? And then when you see the game, it's like oh okay, it has nothing to do with the movie, right? Just the characters. <laughs> Tyler? Yes, Dave?
1: If you were to give this game a beard, sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it?
3: I would give it the the halfway molted beard of a, of a crab skin who is halfway <laughs> coming out of their old shell into their new shell Okay, because this game is about halfway done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dada chum? That a chick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Hawaiian, doesn't it?
2: <laughs>
1: Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it?
3: I would give it the glasses that you're wearing. They get steamed up when you pull a pie out of the oven too early and it's only half baked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good glasses. Uh huh. Yep. Yep.
1: I wish, uh, I wish that this game had been like finished and polished. Mm-hmm. I really, I really think this would have been a a, a strangely good game, and I would mm-hmm. have loved to have seen like an excellent game that's like Blues Brothers. You know what I mean? Where it's like, why yeah. Blues Brothers? It doesn't then make then it, sense because then it'd be like
0: y'all. You
1: need to play this
3: game. You need to play Blues Brothers. This is an acid trip that John Belushi was on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someday, man, they're going to have video games in your house, man. (laughs) Think about it. So maybe a
1: better version of this video game would have been a meta game where it's Mm. like you are playing as. Dan Aykroyd while filming the Blues Brothers and you're just trying to wake up John Belushi <laughs> at different houses.
0: <laughs> Mash B. You have to battle you have to battle your way through the house and then the boss fight is wake up uh-huh. John Belushi and when you wake him up he goes ah! and runs <laughs> and cartwheels Cart- away, definitely
1: cartwheels and
0: then you gotta go to the next house I think you're on to something I was thinking it was like a
1: WarioWare <laughs> minigame thing <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would also be good my thought was, like, even even darker. This is this is j- the, what goes through John Belushi's mind in his last moments oh, as, the, no. as the drug dealer is injecting the speedball into his no. arm.
1: The prisoner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because
3: no. I had to look up, I wonder how he died. It was a drug dealer shooting him up. Yeah. Like, of a, with, a, with a two wedge of a speedball.
0: That fucking sucks.
1: That does suck. But I would love to see... Blues Brothers presents WarioWare. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that. $60. Just that the whole price, maybe. Just to see. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja- this is a Nintendo product? Okay. Are we done? Is that the show? That's the show. I think
3: that's it. Cool. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, not Stitcher, but on Spotify, YouTube, all over the place. Uh, Gods of stuff going on, but most importantly,
0: there's that Patreon. Yes, uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tadpog or PissTasters.com. Taste the piss. And you can uh, donate money there if you want to ke- help fund this little artisanal homespun podcast that we do every week. Um, we do have a list of executive producers. These fine folks uh, give us $20 or more per month, uh, and we want to make sure that they... Get the credit that they are due. And so I'm going to read that list now, uh, starting with Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cuthusius Jeff Miners, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, aka Gentle G, Louisville correspondent Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage. Pinball Airplane Archmage Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, and Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you so much for your generosity. Yes. (coughs) Excuse me. Thank you to all of our donors. Uh, We realize the economy sucks and it takes a lot of, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot and it means a lot that you are um, taking hard-earned money away from, Uh, other things that you could be doing and giving it to us. It means a lot. It means we know you uh, love us, and that is awesome. Uh, Thanks also to Dane, our backlog banisher, Mr. Puzzles, for putting the show on YouTube every week um, of his own volition and on his own time. It's super nice of you to do that for us, and um, I would like to Extend a very special thanks to Brad from Arizona. Oh, right, yes. uh, Who sends us emails now weekly uh, to uh, give us facts and little Game Pro articles and stuff about the games Mm -hmm. that we're reviewing. Uh, And in this email this week, Brad had some very, very nice things to say specifically about me. Yes. And I would like uh, to let you know, Brad, are you listening? Brad, I really appreciate what you said. It I know I make jokes about things like this and I'm not gonna get into what it is, but it means a lot to me that you would take the time to make sure that I'm doing okay and that I feel better about my role on the show. But I'm just kidding. I love the show and I <laughs> and know I'm I know where I am, where I stand here, <laughs> uh, it's. It, but it means a lot to me that you would say that, and I appreciate your kind words. And so I'm really glad that you
1: brought him up because I meant to mention some of the things that he sent. Yeah, um, one of the because he sent um, like a mini review from Nintendo Power, and the best part about it is, honestly, in the review, in the mini review, game type, <laughs> which is like the genre of game, is side scrolling action based on the snl characters right which you know that's a famous genre uh-huh. I mean, sort by that we on steam we all know that genre <laughs> <laughs> and then in the in the actual like ratings section uh they list it as a comic action game type um which again is fucking hilarious um game fan had some pretty good scores for this game, like a 79, 68, 80%, and 86%. Um, So I was kind of surprised to see reviewers
0: having good things to say about it. Uh, Nintendo Power Mm -hmm. says, I can still remember when the Blues Brothers were a three-minute skit on Saturday Night Live. Then they made it big and hit the silver screen. Now, years later, the two bad boys are back and better than ever in an awesome new action game by Titus. You can choose from Jake or Elwood or get a friend and play simultaneously through 30-plus levels. In one-player mode, I found Elwood to be a bit easier to go through the game with because he moves faster and jumps higher, kind of like Luigi. That's not in the article. I added the Luigi part. Crazy legs. Uh, The gameplay reminded me of the Adams Family because of the challenging and creative levels and the nice colors and detailed backgrounds. One of the unique features of this game is that there are no bosses for you to go up against. During the entire game, your task is to simply make it to the jukebox. Feature. Notice they said feature. Feature. (laughs) It's a feature, not a bug. (laughs) If sound it sounds easy but trust me it's not there are obstacles everywhere and nasty enemies waiting to attack this game is going to be hot. it is one of the best two-player games for the Super NES so keep a lookout for more blues Brothers with my full review and an upcoming issue by Magilla game a Nintendo power reviewer I think he got I think he got it pretty close mm-hmm. He's I think a little that one... a little more excited about it than we were but he was right. I think that one was the game game fan review. Oh, Was it game fan? I think,
1: I think so, um, but it really doesn't matter. I just wanted to clarify. I don't want to get a weird. You no, know, I th- I read it wrong. Message. I think I did. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I read it wrong. But either way, that's that's what they uh, had to say about it.
1: And also, I feel like it's worth mentioning that maybe I was wondering, like, why are the why were the scores that good? It, they feel high. It might have something to do with the game came out in 1993. I didn't mention that also. Mm. That's kind of early. That's yeah. like within mm-hmm. the first two years of us having the Super Nintendo. So I feel and like... And
3: only 13 years
1: after the movie came out. <laughs> oh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so weird. And and before Blues Brothers 2000, because I looked that up too. Because I was like, did this game come out when it did because of Blues Brothers 2000? No. That movie came out after <laughs> the game. So, all right.
0: Whatever. Mm. Graphics look great, but they won't remind anyone of SNL. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah. Ah, those good old SNL <laughs> graphics.
3: <laughs> well, you saying Luigi reminded me. I, I streamed twice this week. I got back to it. Yeah. Did a Final Fantasy saw six that randomizer. Saw that. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
3: And then, but I, at the end, I, f- I had to do it twice. I couldn't figure finish it in one one stream. So the other one was a little short. So I was like, well, what am I going to play? What does everybody want me to play? And Grim was like, Mario 2. It's like, okay, cool. Who do you want me to play as? Luigi fuck so i played about 15 more minutes as luigi had a terrible terrible time i was to say didn't you like I have a terrible luigi. time with mario I too? the luigi. first time you streamed it uh mar uh once i switched to toad i mean it, it was it was fine yeah I, okay. I i enjoyed it i tried i tried not playing as peach who i always played and played as toad Peach's had a good best. time uh but if i have to play as luigi i do not like it i <laughs> Hate Luigi in that game. Holy shit. I played like 50 minutes. So I was like, all right, now I'm done. Bye.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, Brad. Yes, thank you.
3: Uh, our theme song is Moves by Second More Drive. Link we'll to that track. Fill in show, notes, show notes at tadpog.com. How do we want to close it out?
0: I would imagine is The Blues Brothers. Okay. So, until next time. A uh, tropical, Tropical. capricorn. Capricorn. (laughs) Tad Tadpog is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-883 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord or tastethepist.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it. You doing treadmill still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's two, good. two miles a day. That's awesome. Yeah, it hasn't really helped much, but I do feel better. I, I mean, I'm getting exercise. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's it's helping, in the sense that I'm getting exercise. Yeah, the physical effect is not really changed in anything, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm happy and I'm yeah. I'm getting exercise. That's not the same. My watch is at, really man. happy. Yeah. Watch is like, what the fuck? You were a lazy shit for like two years and now what? Every day with this walking. I'm surprised my watch hasn't <laughs> called the police this week. <laughs> 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 for a wellness check.
1: It's like, yeah. Uh this dude hasn't moved in a week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have sort now injuring life alert mode. <laughs> yeah, calling medical services. <laughs> Do
1: you need medical assistance? <laughs> no, I'm playing Final Fantasy. It's <laughs> <fall> It's
2: vacation.
0: <laughs> if you if you need assistance, please mash the keypad with your hand. <laughs> you have you have selected Regicide. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what the is The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. Oh. <sighs> it's when Homer is trying to gain weight to get on disability. Oh. <laughs> 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 and he starts, he calls 911 and he, start, he it's he's trying to press the button to select what. What crime or what thing he's trying to report emergency and he, and he says, you have selected regicide if you know the name of the king or queen who is assassinated uh. fuck uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good episode. You gotta get man. my shit together. Come on now. Oh. Come on now. Mm. We could we could use that for the stinger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording it? Yeah, all, oh, of that. Awesome. all of that. All of that.
2: We're on a mission from God. Believe it.